You're right. Like you can. Ne- time is one. Like I said, I always say, time is one of the most precious things. Not like money. You will never be able to get it back. You never can have more of it. Like just. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Place Podcast. Your host, Rewa London. And Carty East. And we have a special guest today. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yo, 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 I'm CK. I'm Carty, one of so... Carty East's boys. Yeah, <laughs> we've we all known each other for time. Let's say college days. Is it six form or college? Yeah, it was, it was six form. This is yeah, like, six form. It's, it's what, six, six, six years ago or something. I can't remember. Trust me. Them days where chicken and chips were still, and a drink was still one pound. I remember. But now it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit of a mazine, but it's inflation, isn't it? I think, I think you're too old for that now. <laughs> Listen, that's, that's inflation. That's inflation. Real inflation. <laughs> no, your taste you know changed, man. You know <laughs> You know what's crazy? A lot of kids nowadays they don't even do that. They got Nando's and stuff. They got more money now to so go Nando's, Rappianos. Yeah. Like kids yeah. now are very different. Nah, it's still, it's still, it, I, I still have it from time to time. But don't get me wrong, I'll, on a daily, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> you, you're right. You said your taste goes up to a I level. Where, like, just like, are you growing? Like, you know, like, let me. It can't be let, chicken let, chip. Do you take a date side for chicken chip side, man? No, no. I'm oh, actually, shit, can't. I've had to get chips for a while, but like I said, it's always nice every now and then to just have it and just like, yeah, do you know, like this is. But back then, chicken and chips was literally like your Nando's or to an extent. But you still, we still went Nando's, but it was a treat, innit? Yeah. But um, right now, people do Nobu, Benihana. Oh, that piano is. That piano is still my finger, no, but as I say that, that's special occasion. That piano is, is a spot. I know this, I hope they um bounce back after this thing, though. But yeah, right now they're closed. But yeah. that piano is, is the spot. I know some people don't. Like the pasta, but yeah, like big man, I love that thing. <laughs> no, Vapian is, is actually nice. No, I, I, I yeah, which other restaurants I go to. Oh, okay, what's the what's oh, restaurant of choice? Like... If you can eat one, okay, I'm, I can't think of one right now, but what'd you like? I'll say my top two is Vapianos huh? and Angus Steakhouse. Angus Steakhouse, is, is that how you feel? Wow, yeah, I mean, yo, um, CK, what's yours? What's yours? That's, top a, tough, that's a really tough question, actually. If you can't uh, eat at two restaurants. Like going forward, what which which ones would it be? What for the rest of my life? Yeah, you have to say uh, right now, right now on the spot. Just the first two that come to your head. GBK for sure, man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, Nando's. Nando's always hits the spot. Oof. I, this is off my Can head. I... I would just say Vapianos and and Pizza Express or Frank Romanco. Ah, damn, Frank Romanco. <laughs> yeah, Frank Romanco. Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> Vapianos and Frank Romanco. Yeah, no, but I couldn't eat that day. Bro. I can't lie. Oh, what's a good, there's a good sushi place I went to. Oh, no, no, no. You've changed. It was, I'm not going to lie to you. It wasn't sushi. I, I fumbled the bag. It wasn't sushi. So it was um, it was actually gourmet Sorry. Indian cuisine. Because big man, I love my curry and my um, simple <laughs> dumps and all these things. No, but I, the reason why I confused it, because on the, is in Canary Wharf. On the same strip, there's a, there's a sushi spot. And there's also like a Indian cuisine place. Um, I've went to both. Okay. I'm talking about, so I forget Franco Manco. It would be Vapianos and that Indian cuisine place. I think it's called Roku. Big man, this is the best like curry I've ever had yes. in my life. They've got like, oh, it's, it's mad. You might need to try it. But it's not something you go to regularly. <laughs> but it's, <lit. laughs> it's expensive, isn't it? I'm yeah, that's sushi right. Samba. Sushi Samba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that place. Really? Yeah, I won't lie to you. That place is, you're more paying for the view. <laughs> 
Yeah, when you go, because it's on like the 80th floor or something like that. So when you, you go up the, the lift in it, even the experience of going there is worth a couple bags. So you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's and then you eat it. The food, I'm not like, the food wasn't something to write home about. I, like, I agree with yeah. CK. It's just more the experience, the vibe. And I want, yeah, yeah it's, it's, so, it's so, like, you, where have you been to uh, Duck and Waffle? Yeah, yeah, in a Duck and Waffle. Duck and Waffle. It's, 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 yeah, I've been there as well. I've been there it's as well. The same place, but it's just, it doesn't, I don't know, it just didn't do it for me. Isn't it more the vibe? Like, if you, if you take yeah. someone there, it's more the like, do you know, this is actually nice, the ambiance. I think you're drinks, playing ambience. Late night drinks, that sort of thing. It's bit, <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's that. Right. But yeah, I completely forgot about that. But I do, so I, I like my sushi, my Indian cuisine, and my Italian. Yeah, I like everything. Yeah, Italian's <laughs> my favorite, for sure. There's no doubt. Yeah, I like, I like Italian and Korean food. That's me. Italian. Korean? Korean yeah. What kind of Korean food? Like ramen and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, you love your rum. Have you been to Bone Daddy, CK? Uh, no, actually, never. Yes, um, Ruan yeah, loves his, he loves his rum and it's like the deep, you know, the deep old thing, like the noodles and the, yeah. and the soup. And you have to like yeah. dig. Nah, I, look at his, I look at his work. You're making me hunt for my food. <laughs> his it, work, fam. It's cardio. Is it, is it Korean barbecue or something? No, that's, you know, that's, it's different from Korean barbecue. Because uh, Korean barbecue, basically just, you kind of cook for yourself in the red way. You know, you pay yeah. for the making it for yourself. Okay. But Bone Daddy is just a restaurant where you just they have to serve ramen. It's, I mean, if you like, I mean, is it, I mean, no, it's, sorry, it's Japanese, not Korean. It's Japanese. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I might have to try it. But that. it's worth it, though. You should try it. I mean, I, 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 I think there's one called, uh, show you, show you, I can't pronounce the word, but it's, I think it's show you. I know you, it's a S-H-O-R-U-Y, Shuru. Yeah, They have amazing ramen as well, but boy, that is the best, honestly, because even though it's a franchise, they have amazing ramen. Yeah. Oh, I might have to try it. Wait, so wait, there's something I want to chat about. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm very late to this. I'm very, very late to this. But I, only, I started watching Power. When did you guys watch Power? Because I feel like I'm the only one watching Power in 2020. Like a year ago. What? What the hell? I, like, I have literally only started season, I started season one like two weeks ago. So oh, I'm only on season Where have you been? I missed that. I, I, like, I, I when, when I used to, when it was banging, I didn't really watch it because everyone that spoke about it was, um, like mostly like my female friends, they kept saying, Oh yeah, he's got like mad sex scenes. And I was like, and I was like, the way they were describing it, I didn't feel like it was my source. Cause I kept describing it saying it's like more for not for women, but they just kept, uh, they, they, kept they kept emphasizing on the the scene like they're showing yeah, ghosts. And I was like, I don't want to watch a film where the guy's yeah. half naked all the time. Yeah, for women it's eye candy, but it's actually quite sick. Like it's actually interesting. I only realised that after watching it. So based off that, the thing I was gonna speak about is um yeah, this the the scenes is exactly like the sex scenes. It's a bit I was like, it's really like very graphical. That's the best way to describe it. And I was just, and I was just thinking, like you know, like um, like celebrities and, and actors and stuff like this, like in, in these movies. Yeah. Is it like how would you feel? Let's say you that was your partner, for example. Let's not even ghost. I think the girl called Angelica or something. Angela, the Angela, Angela, yeah, the person that he was that he was doing the thing with. Imagine like that was your girlfriend or like wife. How would like is that something the dynamic that you can be cool with? Would you would you be cool with your wife being in that kind of film or your girlfriend being that kind of film? And even take it one step further, would you be comfortable like dating or even marrying a porn star? I just want to get your you lost what? opinion on that. First of all, speaking, I need, I need your opinion. How, let's say you need that. She, you're, you're, this is the woman you love, and or the girlfriend you love, and this is something that she was into or getting to. Like, is that something that you can see yourself? Like, explain it. I want to get your opinion on why why, or why you wouldn't want to do that. Okay, so first of all, um, 
I don't think I'll be offended because if she's an actor, as in Hollywood actor, yeah, that's the scenario I'm, I'm painting. If she was, that's her job. You know what's going to happen. Her roles are going to probably have that in there. I can't get offended, so I would I would be cool with it. Like it's not like it's not like she's going to stay with him forever. But that, that's her job in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not insecure myself, so I wouldn't really care. Like. It's a joke, man. At the end of the day, would so you, you'd be fine with it. And then what if um? So she's done. She did a uh, like Mission Impossible Six. She's been lips in Tom Cruise, and then she comes home and gives you a kiss on the cheek. And then <laughs> let's, let's go. Let's go to bed. I'm not. I'm. I'm just giving you a scenario. So you see, <laughs> like literally. Uh, in the, it doesn't happen like that. Though. No, but they there is. But you you realise sometimes it's, it's yeah. You think it's, it's fake? Yeah, like, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be so bothered because that's her job. Like, if if someone was to say, "Look, I'm an actor from the, from the jump," you already know that like, their job. They're involved in it. Yeah, so I wouldn't be really offended by it. No, but I'm saying you would have to be super because sometimes, because obviously we men. Wait, let me hear. I want to get everyone's opinion because I do want to put a point that sometimes yeah. we may not. It may not be an issue at the start, but as things goes on, it may start to become somewhat of an issue, and that's the dynamic that you have to understand at the start. Um, Ruben, what? How would you feel about your partner I mean, in that industry? Stick is only said what I want to say anyway. Like when you get with someone that you know what, what's what they do for a living, and it comes to maybe sex scenes, you know, okay, it's a job, so it's not emotional. Yeah. So you can see, if you can separate the job and the actual person you're with, then you'll be okay. So, and yeah, it's a job. I'm not Stick said what I was saying. Stick said it. It's a job. If I have no actual issue and, with it, unless I'm insecure within myself, then yes, mm-hmm. that's a problem. That have to. That's, that's my problem. If, I, if I'm insecure, then that's my issue, not with her, with myself. So, yeah. And most times you realise that when they're doing the scenes, they, they are taped up at the bottom. When exactly. you're an actor, yeah, you're, I've you're, heard about that. Heard when you're that. acting, the form of acting is pretending, isn't it? So it's, they, exactly. make it, that's, they make it seem so real. Bro, they're not, they're not doing it. I'm like good actors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, do you really I'm think like, they're going to do that? that. <laughs> you know, they're going to be smashing in front of everyone. Like, Nah, man. They, they exactly. just have to make Some films probably do, but you're right. Most of them don't. <laughs> um, wait, I'll, but I'll so I was going to say, so I know you're yeah. saying that basically, like, so at the start, you may think you're fine, but it's something that we men sometimes um, forget. It's, it's, it's almost a sort of like um, territorial, like, kind of complex where you want to, not saying like you're the woman, but you feel territorial towards your woman. So sometimes I, I feel like that can always, that can become something that like overcomes you. Over a while, like let's say your partner does get yeah, bro, I more like more things doing these more scenes, it's getting a bit more intense. No, I, I, I agree with you. There's look, I'll be stupid to say that so no guy, no guy ever gets jealous, or no girl ever gets jealous. Like you're bound to, but when the reality is, it's just a job at the end of the day. Like that's why your yeah. partner's there to reassure you that it's not like that. And of course, that like, you're bonding with your partner, whether it is your girlfriend or whatever should be strong anyway. That should either make you strong or not, isn't it? So, yeah, that's that's my opinion. Like, that should be a good of course, I'll be like, whoa, like, she's kissing Tom Cruise or, like, no ghost. Like, exactly. you know, I'll some type of way. Especially on the TV but, show, it could be quite yeah. regular as well. But like I said, course, you're but, right, you have to be comfortable but you just, to be able to deal with that. Just have to roll the punches, don't you? Like, it's not that deep. I don't know why everyone knows things, but... However, on your other topic as well, we said porn star, and that's very different. Oh my god, that one I'm not answering. <laughs> yeah, see that that one's obviously that first of all, that yeah. one you know there's no faking. There's no faking. So yeah, okay, say, let, let's say you happen. Okay, this is a scenario. I want to give a scenario just to in order for you to like kind of internalize it. 
for example, you meet someone, and obviously people should always be honest about what they do at the start. But for some reason, she wasn't exactly honest. She probably said, "Yeah, I just had the OnlyFans this time. She's on the whole set." But anyways, um, she essentially you like really get along, and she just says, "I'm like self-employed, etc." It, it's become a few months, and then you find out. And let's say you're really deep into it, even almost a year, and then you find out how like how would you cope with that? Especially as someone that you really like want to have a relationship with, then you find out that this is her this is her job essentially, and she obviously she's passionate about what she does. It's not. She's, she um, literally loves what she does. I'll let everyone answer that one first. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean, I, the way I would look at it, actually, no, the, so it's, it's, the scenario you're given is very diff- it's a very difficult scenario as well. So I mean, it's kind of, what I'm going to yeah. say is, if someone I've just met, uh, I mean, when you go on a date, you always ask them what you do for a living. Yeah. And if you're, very, if you're into that person, you're going to ask more questions like, okay, oh, you're self employed, what do you do as a self employment? And if she doesn't tell me that she's a porn star, that she's lying then. That's a different issue. However, she says she's a porn star, and I'm like, okay, that's a very difficult conversation to have. Like, okay, Some people may not be honest with that at the start because they'll feel the fear of you, like, like obviously, like locking it yeah. up essentially. That's what, and that's but, why I give it, it's a bit unrealistic to not find out after but, like, a year, but I'm just scenario. At the same time, most porn stars tend to date other porn stars. It's just, it's just easier for them to, to do that because it, it's a normal civilian. Yeah, it's not easy for them. So this is another porn star, a core porn star. It's easy for them. So porn stars tend to date porn stars. It's just career wise. So that's what I mean. But if my girl's a porn star, I don't know. I'm gonna feel about that. To be honest, I don't think I'm gonna go through with it. I'll be honest with you. Because sorry for <laughs> someone else having sex with your wife and he's doing better job. Imagine he's doing a better job than you. Oh my god, that isn't. Yeah, and that's that's like yeah, and also like I, I always feel like. So, obviously, I don't think this is true for everyone. This is just me, like, just, like, um, insinuating. But, essentially, they're doing this on a daily basis. When you come yeah. home and you're in your normal sex life, how does that, how does, that, I, that, I find that dynamic interesting that on yeah, a daily basis is their job. Can I say something? Imagine she's doing some, like, some, like, I'm going to if a term now. If you know, if you know this, you know this. Imagine, oh. like, you've seen a video that you're getting cream pie and everything. Oh, wrong. She comes back home. <laughs> and, then, and then you just want to do the mission. The mission. <laughs> You don't miss GTA. You do campaign mode in in Wallet. I don't. But I'm um, doing a mission. So yeah, that's something that dynamic can be interesting because it is that almost like another. But at the end of the day, you, what you said is true. If it was you're both in the same industry, it's probably easier to have a good balance. But if you're not, it's almost a disconnect. So I imagine you're like an accountant, and then she's yeah. doing this. It's, it's like a massive thing. And I guess it is um, relating to the previous thing that you and CK said is you have to be super super comfortable. In yourself yeah. to know that you're cool. Yeah, no matter how comfortable you are, being a poster is just different. Yeah, or dating, a, or dating, a one. different scenario. I think he's yeah. uh, one's right. If, if they probably tend to date in their circles, isn't it? But from my point of view, I don't think I'll go through with it. It's just not. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you'd, you'd have to let that one go essentially. Yeah, it's, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not what I'm looking for. It's not my my goal. Or, yeah, I'll probably um, my man in church, so boy. <laughs> like it's not it's not happening um so yeah, like i said the thing of that is i, I feel like to, to, in order to make that stuff work you both have to be super comfortable and that's when you need hella communication like you just gotta let her know the things you can't you can't nothing is the, the the person that is not in that industry or not in the even if it's like someone being in the adult entertainment industry or being in like the movie industry you just gotta let them know how you're feeling so you don't, because you can also lead them on to an extent. You say you're fine with it, and then all of a sudden you end it, and they're like, "What? What's going on?" So it's about, I guess, it's just constant communication and handy. But yeah. I do know if I'm going to give um, 
like not my opinion, opinion but the point of view i would have on it i probably wouldn't even the the movie star one i'll probably be a bit comfortable with but the the point the adult industry one yeah i straight up i just wouldn't i just yeah i just that's not my source i'm just i'm not i'm not on that vibe but but some some yeah. guys are into, some guys actually like that there some guys they, they, they deprive pleasure from watching someone else have sex with that woman that's cuckold that, no i'm good i'm good, I'm good. That's, that's, that fetish is is different that fetish is new <laughs> that's that's yeah, the difference. I feel like it comes back to the same thing. Oh, man, was, I don't actually, I don't actually know. I can't even go into. It. I don't, I, just, I don't, I don't get it. So yeah, I don't understand that. But, but I mean, that's like a personal thing that they that they may have. Um, and, and I like if they love that, then that that kind of relationship is perfect for them. When it comes to cold, it's always like a white guy letting a black guy have sex with his woman. That's a deeper, deeper fetish. You have to go back to the 1912 to figure that fetish out. Yeah, that's yeah, what I got yeah. to. You've got to go back to the, 19th, to the 80th century to wow. deep that fetish. That, that's linked back. It's some deep-rooted um, colonialism. Yeah, stuff. yeah, some next yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's... That. And it's crazy that's still... Like, that often the society that is still influenced today by the past. Although that's probably not the... That's a very little thing. It is influenced by the past. I don't, I don't. I don't like watching the movie King Kong as well. It's the same thing that. Is it? What, what film? Yeah. King Kong. Do you think that? Do you think that's got symbolism in it? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I would, I like King Kong. I even like the, I had the video game, the Peter Jackson one. That was actually quite interesting. Wow. Because the way if you look at, actually, I don't want to go into race right now, but everyone just watch it, but watch it from a different perspective. Well, taking the history of black people and what black people used to represent in the past. And just do your research, but you're gonna see why King Kong actually King Kong actually came from where it was actually deprived from. Mm. And you get why he's very much that's why the bit of race is evolving into King Kong as well. Which, yeah, this is where Cockwood came in as well. But yeah, um, I'm not, I don't want to go into it, but just watch it from a different perspective. Yeah, I need to see that again. Yeah, I'll have to see it too, man. Um, so something else I saw, and this is this is something else that yeah, I really want you men. I want to stand from your point because I I'm not, I won't say I have very strong opinions on this, but this is something that personally I've li- not lived through, but I've seen the kind of the influence of it and is affected my life in a certain way. So it's about um, pointless um, degrees and student debt. So it all, it all started from this. So essentially, this girl put a tweet out saying, um, I think her name is Abby Tomlinson. Tum- yeah. She said, a year ago today, I handed in my dissertation and I finished my degree at York. Since then, almost no employer has asked me about it, and my outstanding student loan debt is currently fifty six thousand eight hundred, etc. So it kind of raised the conversation. A lot of people were given that she was getting a lot of like, uh, a lot of I think more boomers saying like, why are you complaining about it? Today? Like they, I think they were perspective is like, you should have done a more because they they were literally attacking her dissertation because she put a picture up of her dissertation and the subject, and I felt they were attacking her saying like, you should have valued, you should have done something more meaningful, etc. Degrees are still worth more. And then I guess the more minelial or, or like perspective is like saying, yeah, you can make a right degree. Because someone said I even like dropped out of uni and I did this, I did this, and I've made it. So it's almost like that that perspective is still skewed about people saying you need to go to uni to make it in life. Or some people are saying I've gone to uni and I haven't used used my degree and I'm all in I'm in this debt and I'm a different industry. Or some people have literally done the the path of they've used their degree and it's actually got them to where they want. So I just want to know like that opinion on it. Would you still say in 2020 and going forward, you still need to go to uni to have a degree to, to make it in life? Uh, I, I, I dis- well, I think it's very subjective. Obviously, you've seen people who have made it with degrees and then you've seen other people who haven't got degrees and have still managed to make it. 
or people who've actually got degrees and have not made it, vice versa. Like, it just depends on the person, to be honest. And I always, well, my mum always says to me, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. So some people, yeah. you know, you, they can start with a degree they thought they liked and then life hits them after. And then they realise, actually, this is not for me. I've got friends who've done, you know, architecture and have gone into different fields and they actually probably enjoy that even more. So, and then again, making it as well was a, it means different. What do you mean by making it? As in, what, making I, a lot of money, being happy in your job? A mixture of both, to be honest. But I guess, as I said, just be able to live to live comfortable. I think a lot of people still put a lot of emphasis on the amount of debt they've been in. Like, if I, even if yeah, I like, review my student debt, it's a lot. But finish, I want you to hear your point of view first. I just, I, personally, I don't, I feel like you do need a degree to some extent. So obviously, it, it's like a stage in your life, isn't it? But then I think once you start living life after your degrees, when you really find out who you are, isn't it? Like, that's when you, that's what builds you. So I don't, I don't know. I, it does help to some extent, but I don't feel you, you necessarily need it. But in some fields, I mean, you do need it. Like, you can't be a, a yeah. doctor without a degree. Like, it's that, that yeah, yeah. silly. Like, it's very subjective. Like, yeah. Sorry, even just what you said as well, like, this girl, what did she study in uni? I think she can get a job now. Um, she did, uh, what's it called? Social and political science. Um, that's what her dissertation was in, an undergrad of, of social and political science. But that was a specific person. I'm, but it raised, there was other people posting the dissertation. So it raised that whole topic of discussion. But then I think this was spoke specific, specifically focused on um, having a degree, having a lot of debt and not using anything. Like, literally, you didn't use anything. Um, I feel like people literally, I feel like, I feel like when we go to uni, you haven't got the, the right guardians when we go to uni. For example, I feel like before you go to uni, they didn't have someone that talks to you and advises you or give you, like, an interview. Okay, this degree, what do you want to end from it? What's the actual goal from this, from this actual studying? Whatever you want to study to actually go to uni. But I, I feel like right now, we just go to uni based on what we like in college. Which is always something we're gonna like in uni. So I feel can like I, can I ask you a good. question on that? Do you feel like yeah. for, so in the UK, the age where you you have to make the decision of what you're gonna study for almost like the rest of your life, what you're gonna do? Is it like isn't it eighteen or nineteen? Eighteen. Eighteen. So I, can you would you say at that age, how do you know what you're gonna to want to do for your life? Because I've known a lot of people that have chosen a degree and have had to change it because it's almost too sometimes. Not everyone is necessarily that sure. No, this yeah, is yeah. No one knows what they're doing. Like, so would you would you say ages? We say that age is a bit too young. Obviously, it's how the system works in the UK, but yeah, it, it's still that's what I'm saying. We need to we need to have like a guidance counselor or something like that. That can so talk to us, ask us a question, and I mean a couple of questions based on the actual objective of uh, the goal for this degree or actually what our interest as well, outside of actual education as well. Because those people they go to uni and leave uni pursuing their actual personal interests, not always career wise. So I think we need someone that can talk to us before we go to uni and be like, okay, we definitely like us at university, us at education. So that way you can, you can, you can have alternatives of, do you want to go to uni or do you want to pursue your, your actual, what you're passionate, passionate about, if it makes any sense. So someone's like advise you, essentially like a little counselor. Yeah, advice. Yeah, 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 do you know what, I think, my, I think my sixth form actually had something like that, now that I think about it, but it wasn't, it wasn't exactly advertised. And I think it was more for people that were like, I guess, like, people that... Not behaving badly, but you know someone that's been flagged up for, like, low attendance or that kind of stuff. So then they yeah. gave you someone to help you get a structure back. It wasn't something that was 
assigned to every student to have. So it wasn't something that was available, but it was there was something like that. But you had to almost like find it or be given it. Even that, and that we, we, we just said as well. I feel like our, and the, our education system is flawed as well. Because even yesterday as well, the naughty kid get more attention and more guidance based on those just naughty kids. While the kids actually doing work and working well, they have less attention from tutors or teachers because they just thought, you know what, because you're smart, you're going to figure out yourself. So they got they, they had less help from teachers and counsellors while kids are just naughty in general, misbehaving. I had the opportunity, I had someone there they could actually talk to an opportunity as an, for an advisor. So I think that's, that's the flow in educational system where the bad kids, they have help, they get help from teachers, while the good ones just don't get any help in general. So would you, after all that, what would you, what would you say about having a degree in this day and age? I mean, it's still relevant for some jobs. It just, I mean, it's, I mean, so, I mean, was it Albert Einstein, was it Albert Einstein that said it? Like, you don't always need it, but it's a key to some jobs. So even though right now I'm, I'm, I'm working in the tech industry, but I can go into a different, because a degree is not always, a, uni, a, uni, a university education isn't, isn't always about your degree. It's about the discipline yeah. you learn from. It's about the discipline you got from studying that subject. So that's why a lot of people there they always place themselves on going to Harvard and, and Oxford, because those universities are very difficult to get into. So it's not about the degree you got out of it. It's about are you going to university, the discipline, and the other skills you picked up from going to university. So it's still a very relevant. It's still relevant. I feel like if you feel like you need it, you should go I, for it. I just, I really, just feel like I was going to say. I just feel like life presents different scenarios for each and every one of us so depending on that scenario is how it all pans out for you you can't really i don't know i, I don't think i don't feel like you need a degree at all you've got guys who, who, who've you know become successful i don't know business people richard branson did not go to university yeah like half of these people okay yeah i know you're gonna wait can i give some more some more people just i just found a list so yeah, basically it, it says um but i just gonna say based on what you guys said this is he says life brings stuff for specific, specific people so i want to understand that this people obviously made very very good decisions and timing and obviously they were lucky and all this kind of stuff that it was a combination of all those things that made them where, put them where they are today but i'm gonna list some notable people that have made it without a degree so we spoke about ellen last last episode apparently she didn't go to she didn't graduate from uni either. Neither did um, Anna Winter, which is the editor-in-chief of Vogue magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, neither did Russell Simmons. And neither did Steve Jobs, which everyone knows. Um, as well as, yeah, I said Richard Branson and Kim Kardashian. She didn't go... Well, okay. That's interesting. <laughs> wow, That's interesting. Wow, I didn't wow. even know about that one. Yeah, um, but then... Yeah. Her... No, people may laugh. So. That's the list. That's the list. But wait, I wanted to. I was just adding that to CK's point because he easy said that, and then I noticed that I had a list of people to, to quote people that literally graduated right uni. And I guess the most relevant one to us is Richard Branson, who owns Virgin, and he started like nothing, and he left school at fifteen. I think one thing people need to realize is that yes, everyone keeps saying yeah because this person's gone has has not finished school, they you know managed to make it, but these people knew exactly what they wanted to do. So yeah. and if you know. As much as everyone wants to, you know, say, yeah, because he did this. If you don't know what you want to do, I'm sorry, you're not going to be successful. Like, it sounds harsh, but it's just the truth. Most of these people knew exactly what they wanted to do. So exactly. Richard Branson knew he wanted to get into business. So what did he do? He's, he, you can see it in his, in his you know, if you read Decisions, it, yeah. is that he, he started from a young age. It just, it just maybe took it up until that tipping point where he was like, do you know what? 
I'm not going to go to school and I know exactly what I want to do. And they focus solely on that one thing and then, you know, wished for the best and clearly they've made it. So, yeah, like, that's, that's my opinion on it, on that. Um, even on, on what you just said as well, based on even knowing what they want to do, I feel like in this generation, we've glamorized this dropping out of uni or following this, having this entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. Into, a lot of people need to believe into need to be business savvy as well because this, this is business it's, it's like you're going to pursue your goal there's a business aspect of it there's a business there's a support and a lot of people that drop out you know they have they have a family they have, some of them have family support as well so it's not about themselves so it, it does come from a place of privilege as well at the same time but I feel like people pardon? no no keep going keep going yeah, so I feel like a lot of people, we have a lot of people that are just dropping out of uni right now thinking, oh, well, I'm going to look up to these people. But no one knows maybe that they are support from their family. No one knows the background story. No one knows the, their background story. Everyone just sees the final project of it. Oh, they drop out of uni. I mean, I can do the same thing as well. I can drop out and just yeah. pursue, um, pursue business. But not like in the, in, the, in, the, in the business world, like, I think there's, a, there's actually like a percentage of 80% of people fail in the first few years. So it's not there's no guarantee you're gonna make it, but it's just like the business. So even though people don't know, they just jump into it thinking, you know what? If they if teachers can do it, if teachers can do it, I can do it as well. Which is a good mentality, but into not into putting the work, into putting the work. And this is where unit comes in as well. You need you need to teach you the discipline to always sit down and do the work. Where if you haven't got if you haven't got the discipline to begin with, you won't get anywhere. If that makes any sense. Do you know what? So, to, add, to add to real one's point, I think he's right because. I feel like in this in this social media age that we're in now, you know, social media is glamorizing, you know, short-term success. If you look at all these ads or, you know, majority of the ads that fly over to you, you know, make, become a property millionaire or, you know, make money doing trading, make, you know, yeah. people are being brainwashed to think that success is, you know, gained in some sort of short span when what is the strategy when you've got people actually got legitimate jobs who are absolutely wealthy but you know they've they've probably managed the money well but none of that is shown but in the in this instant gratification uh era that we're in i feel like it's not helping anyone everyone thinks that you know you should you should quit whatever you're doing your job is rubbish you should be doing something but you know some people are not built for that not everyone's meant to be a business person, you know? Yeah. Like, I just feel like in the day and age you're in, it's really ruined, you know, ruined the chances for a lot of people who could have actually been quite good at what they're doing or... Not you know. owning their skill. But at, at the same time, it, I don't feel it's bad because it shows the good part to it, well, the good examples of it are, it shows you that, it shows you what can be achieved for some of these people, but I feel like it's only a select few who can achieve that. Not everyone can win. Am I wrong in saying right. that? It takes a lot. Mm-hmm. Of, it takes a lot of dedication as well to even get there. We like I said in. So let me give the point of view to someone because I I have actually started a, a business or a few businesses. Like in terms of the perspective of even trying to to be successful in that, it's not as mm-hmm. easy as all these ads make it seem to be. They always make it seem like there's a sort of like recipe. Or if you do this, you'll do that. And even by the numbers game. How will how will like a thousand people sign up to your course doing the exact same thing see That's the same true. returns? It's just it's, it's not logical. This is my point. But people fall into it all the time, which still surprises me. Um, so I think everyone's looking from a unique point of view. But let me go back to my point in terms of so um I'm guessing both of you 
this is this is, i want to give a different perspective to this so both of you i'm guessing went for the uni system right and yeah. you both graduated mm-hmm. so i did the opposite thing so i did go for the uni system um and what i did is so in my second year i went on like a, a little placement um and then i ended up getting a job offer so i had to make the harsh decision to either trying to complete my last year or or like yeah take this this job and, mm-hmm. and at the same time i already had like a business on the side that i was working on so what i did is i did try to attempt to complete my um third year with the 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 by taking the job offer so i, I let them know that okay i might have to do a few less hours and i had the business so i tried to juggle all three things but realistically that's um, that was it, it became almost impossible so i had to let one thing go and i made the the hard decision of pausing my education and focusing on the career because i felt like it was relevant and also the business so but that was like that was from that perspective i reviewed everything i was doing so mm-hmm. with that being said i because i do hold the value that you don't need to go to university um to like get to a certain level or degrees make your life but i'm not lying to you if i didn't go to uni if i didn't use all the resources i got from uni or like learning that kind of structure i wouldn't have got to even be able to start the business that i did or even be able to get that job offer that i did so i just as much as i'm not fond of uni and i do think people can make it i have to understand the value that going through the university system did give me like even at uni when i was trying to start my business i used so many resources from the library there was even like even how to write a business plan so i still feel I, I'm, I'm i'm split in between it because i don't really have to go to uni without making it but i've i've seen the value from my personal experience of of using the resources that uni had to offer then they put me in the position that i am in today to be able to be in the industry of tech that i want to be in and the thing is i'm in this industry of tech without even having a full degree because i just got i got the job off while i was still studying essentially but it so mine's a bit twisted it's like i went to uni i didn't fully get a degree but I'm st- i still got a job that i wanted that makes do you sense. see my point earlier about you know life presenting different opportunities for each each and every single person you know your yeah. your situation is completely different to my situation so I feel like it just, I think it all just depends on how, how life pans out for each person. Right? You can't, you can't really, you can't guess what's going to happen tomorrow. You can plan for it, but yeah. So I mean, you probably thought three years, uni, finished my degree and then, whoa, your interests of owning a business probably came into the forefront. And because you, you put that in the forefront, other stuff started, you know, pushing, coming your way because yeah. In a way, to 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 um to, to make it happen, you had to sacrifice. I'd sacrifice you know, some other to, opportunities. Yeah. My point is to leave uni and then go and um, you know get experience in a job is absolutely amazing because I felt like I've only learned yes as much as whatever I learned in in uni makes uh, is relevant. I yeah. only learn on the job, like properly through you know different scenarios being thrown at me deadlines being thrown at me like real situations uni is like a test run isn't it it's all theoretical this is more practical yeah like life experience isn't they call it life experience you only start learning once you leave uni so you just you just go heads up can i I add to that you just made a good point that's something i realized that benefited me so before even getting that position what i was doing i was practicing the things that i was going to be taught on my own accord so without uni so while while in the first year i was like designing or creating relevant mm. like things for like like almost like a pseudo portfolio like i didn't yeah. even know what i was trying to do then i was just basically i was creating projects and doing things on my own accord and that's what actually helped me land that 
job that I would have got after graduating, if that makes sense, because they yeah. valued the experience that I had without even completing the degree. Because they, I feel they just, I didn't even understand it then, but I understand it now. Because I, I didn't know how I was in that position, but it was because of they valued the experience more. And to add to that is I've seen people that have actually completed the courses that the course that I did still not in the industry. If that makes sense. I've had to like mm. go into like I've, I've got hospitality and retail. That. You know, they've, they've studied, what, four years at, at uni with me and then they're doing completely different jobs. Like like in retail or something. It's, no, it's like, retail, accounting. Or, I'm just thinking, how does yeah. this even happen? But again, life always presents different... Well, not sound like I've lived life for 100,000 years, but from what I've seen around me, yeah, it just seems to always... Everyone's different. You know, I've got a friend who's now a blogger and she's forever travelling around the world. But... The funny part about you and her having similarities is that she would travel, you know, in her spare time, do blogging. And then next thing you know, what, after uni, it just seemed like that that path literally presented itself. Now she doesn't, she, I don't think she really even does interior design. Probably on the side, but... She fakes in there. But yeah, she, like started, that, she started while at uni. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. some people know what they want to do. They don't necessarily know exactly what they're doing at the time they're just like this is this is really interesting it doesn't seem boring to them and then that ends up manifesting as what they really want to do but some people it takes a bit longer because everyone's trying to figure it out isn't it no one knows what they want you're so right wait real one i was gonna ask you something so in in terms of what um ck just said would you still say that so the value the, the the not the value the debt created in uni is that something that you would say we like for example, if someone goes to uni to study like like several interior design architecture, if they get into fifty k debt, if they then go into something else like accounting, have they literally made like almost like a big a bad decision in their life? Are they is it stupid to get in that much debt to not even use that degree at all and go into a different industry, or would you say it's still practical because they've learned some skills that they could use? Like how would you how would you correlate the debt incurred from doing a course and and not even using it at all? Like is is it a bad decision to go to uni to study something and then do something else? Like I said before, like I said before. When you go to uni, you go to uni thinking, you know, something that you get into it, you're thinking, I'm not, I'm not passionate about what I'm studying right now. So, you just don't, I think you just based on not any better when you go to when you first go to the actual education itself. So, you can go to uni and study, for example, you can study, like, say, architecture or going to acting or whatever. But, you, so even, but, but, but from doing architecture, you've picked up some skills, you can apply it to something else in your life. So, I, I still think you should go to uni. I feel like, if you feel like, you feel like you need it. And I feel like actually it's going to help you in the future. Not maybe not based on actual what you studied, but maybe you can take that skill you've learned from whatever you studied in uni, and we can apply it to something else. Then you should be okay. Like for example, Virgil, he went to uni doing engineering and architecture. Now he's in fashion. But, so do you think? And he puts well, influence. He does put influences of um, his architecture. He applies it. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it's not it's not bad to 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 do that again. It all your life will take on some different courses, but you end up applying. He applies whatever he learned in architecture through his exactly. codes, and it's, it's clearly like evident in that. So yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just how it goes, isn't it? Everyone's different, and your goal, your I mean, it's just I think it just comes with growth as well. Like maybe one thing you like today might be another one. One thing you get you into tomorrow, you yeah, like, change your mind. You know, you can date one girl today thinking that was your time. That you probably yeah. you like yeah. lights, and then when you're actually know. in it, you realize like, it. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> and, and I know people that changed what they studied in uni as well. They go into they went to uni studying something and they came out with a different degree because it just changed their mind. 
Yeah. I can still sell it. So you need, I want, I want to say, I feel like people still need the actual, I feel like everyone focuses on the debt and that's just supposed to be different class. Have, have you, have you two got your debt statement? Because I got my debt statement. I'm going to lie. My, yeah, my, I could, I feel I could buy a couple of Rolls Royce with my debt. Actually, no, not a couple. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe a, a 16 plate Rolls Royce. With my debt, the debt that I've been using. Jesus. It's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. Right? Have you got your statement? Because I looked, there's a time no. when they, they sent everyone their statement. The funny part is I don't even have any debt. What? Look, you didn't get a student loan? No. Wow. <laughs> you you played it gay. You played the game right. <laughs> what do you mean didn't get a student loan? How did you pay? You get a student loan? Or how did you get a scholarship or something? No, no, no. So I think when I went to uni, it was at the time where fees were what? £3,000? Yeah. Yeah, so I had like a side job and then was using half that money and my mum paid for half of it. So, yeah, like... So you've got literally no student debt. Wow. Wow. I rate that. 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 But I obviously lived at home for uni. So, you know, there's a trade-off. Some people would say, oh, man, you, you, you missed out. I don't necessarily think I did, but you, did, you don't miss out, bro. It, 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 came, like, the, the, the it, came, it came out of course. Like the decision you made then will will pay off for the rest of your life. I'm not gonna lie to you because yeah. most of us will still have this debt lingering over. Not obviously not like they only take it out of your pay slip every now and then, but it's still something that comes out. You mm. wouldn't, you don't have that, so it's something that you may have sacrificed this battle before. But I'm not gonna lie to you. I'd rather sacrifice three years of, of doing something and then have. Like another fifty, or even you never know. Like years of like having not having this debt, if that makes sense. Like well, the, again, that that how much is was uh, if you don't know how much is the uni fees? Uh, ours is nine. Was hey, we was just nine k. Nine k. You paid for life experience. Is my view on that, and you can't yeah. buy that. What, but I just friends, missed the free. I met. just missed the free. By the way, I just missed the free. That's what I'm pissed off. I yeah. just missed it. My, my point is, is that. You know, whatever the friends you made, the that probably shaped exactly what you are now. If you didn't go to uni there or out of London or you know that, yeah. I don't think you'd be here. Us, we'd be sitting here talking about this. Not saying that it wouldn't happen, but do you get me? Like, that you, mean, you mean you mean like, the perspective? No that one we can say, "Oh, damn, fifty yes, fifty k." Well, that that brought you some serious experience, some 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 stuff that's probably changed your life. Some stuff yeah. that's allowed you to, to grow or become independent. You know, you, you need survival, isn't it? Like, yeah, you have to look at it from that point. Well, that's how I look at it. You, you, you had some pretty good nights, I'm sure. You probably learned so much about yourself as, as a young adult, you know? So you see, it's almost like a trade-off. Like, you can't have both. It's so almost it's, a trade-off. Yeah, you can't, if you don't have the debt, then you won't have these experiences. And if you have the experiences, yeah, like, then you have I, the I debt. just feel like it's all, it's just how you look at it at the end of the day. You can, it's like, you know, I could, you could. Some people would look at, oh my god, this thing. Actually, that that read. Some people would be like, oh that man, that taught me this, that. I'll use it to my advantage. Yes, it's hanging over, but who cares? I'll make more money at the end of the day. One day, at some point, if that's your goal, and then you pay off. But your thing is rare, though. I don't know many people that don't have the student debt. That's why I'm, I wasn't surprised you said that. I I literally don't no, know many people. I know people that Again, went to uni, went to uni, yeah. uni uh, they've actually paid it off as well. I, I, I don't know that many. That's interesting. Like the minute started his business, the one person did was paid off paid off unit 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 debt. So a lot of people actually do that immediately within the unit. Because when you think about it, three years to them is nine thousand. For us, that's the one year. That's one year. That's true. That and, then, and then again, Sam, see what my point earlier was everyone's different. Everyone everyone's 
course, it's different. You probably feel, oh man, we're all in the same boat. No, we're not. Everyone's everyone's moving at different paces, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. the way I look, you know, that is if it doesn't affect your credit score, then because I mean, if you can still get loans and stuff, like it that, does mean yeah. If your credit is okay, then you can then you are right. Well, we're, say- we're in a better position. We're even saying this. I don't even know. I, I've heard stuff about the American system, which is a lot more worse. Like we we actually have yeah. it. We're given it by the government, I guess, to an extent, or like we have yeah. more help. I don't. I, and I heard they have to like take out like proper loans, like you know, like yeah, like, we're private Imagine how how did they so go into go into university? It's almost like if you're not, it's it's something that it's almost like a luxury to have to an extent if you can't afford to get the 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 loans. Like you have to be in a very good position in like I guess in the, like a middle class to be able to afford to even go to uni sometimes because it's so expensive yeah. over there. So what what luck. Even America as well, yeah, actual student loan can affect your credit in America as well. What? So, yeah, because it's yeah. a normal loan. It's a normal loan. It's a normal loan, yeah, because you can actually affect, for here, you can actually pay it back in installment and still have a good credit score. So, and, yeah, and, yeah. And what country, what country gives away free education? Is it Netherlands or something? Uh, like? Germany, Denmark. Mm. So it's, um, it's different everywhere then. It's, it's literally different everywhere. Yeah, but it's, but it's different. Is how your qualification works. If you study in the UK, your qualification, you can use your qualification. Qualification is another country because it's recognised by different nations. And is it regarded as more as as in is it more valued to have a a UK degree? Yeah. See, that's that's a good perspective to have. I I didn't I didn't include that in our earlier point. Is I didn't oh. like some people may study here and yeah. then go abroad and they actually make a very good living, like go to Dubai or something. With a degree from the UK and make a lot of money in what yeah. they do. Actually, yeah, Dubai is a good place as well. What's what's the other place with? Uh... Is it free education? No, no, it's all about good living, like good standard of living. I think it's Singapore's got the best standard of living in the world, isn't it? Yeah, Singapore is yeah, expensive, but Singapore is expensive though. Yeah, no, but expensive. That was random, but yeah, that was just talking about good living. But something like that, I guarantee if you go, no, I don't guarantee it, but I can assume if you was going to take a degree from US or or like um UK and you went to like a firm over there, like Oracle or something, like a tech firm, or even like uh agriculture kind of firm, and then you use your degree, you may actually get you in a better position than you would have in your country. If they yeah. if they had, if they had a job offer over there. Because mm-hmm. sometimes they a lot of countries welcome I, I completely forgot that point. This is this is something to talk about. As much as we're saying be on like people want to be entrepreneurs and stuff, if you really uh, have owned your skills in your industry you can actually make a very comfortable living as long as you love what you're doing that's, that's another point. aspect there's people but, um, who actually have have like who actually have studied like have really comfortable like really nice jobs live comfortable lives but again we're in this era of oh uh, no everyone should be should leave the nine to five because it's, it's so bad uh, you're trapped yeah. etc just for like everything should be taken with a pinch of salt man can I give another point of view to that, just to balance it? So then, so you know that you know you're saying of the other people that are saying this about um, what's it called, like leave nine to five. Obviously, that obviously that's been a narrative before all of this stuff has happened right now. But I feel like some people are gonna subject, are gonna subscribe to that narrative even more because obviously they're they're furloughed, they don't know what's happening, and they're like, do you know what? I wish I, I started something before this because right now I don't know what my job security is like, um, mm. and they may feel more inclined to like, do you know, I want to go down the entrepreneur route. Which, like we've we've just disclosed, it may not be for everyone. Um, so just, I, I just feel like sometimes with the scenarios happening right now, it make people want to go down that route more. But at the same time, it like you said, it's not. It may not be for everyone. But this this period in time will make people get into that mindset. Like maybe I shouldn't have um, 
give my life to a nine to five, especially when some people have just been let go. Like I remember just there's, there's what company was a let go. I think it was an airline that let go of um like two thousand or twenty thousand people. It was, it was ridiculous. I need to find the airline again. But um some industries have let go of a lot of people and imagine out of that thousands of people, they wouldn't think I wish I started something on the side to like form to fulfill me in this. So it's like I said, it's, it's completely different for everyone. I think that's the that's the conclusion. It's literally different for everyone. But then everyone always reviews their scenario and the opportunities they have in their country or in wherever they're in life and see what they want to do. The only thing is I always tell people to be cautious about is in this period of time, I've seen, especially on YouTube, I've seen an influx of adverts telling me to sign up to um, Amazon, drop shipping, all of this stuff. So I feel like a lot of people are taking advantage of that and people oh, running that entrepreneurial mindset. If you saw the amount of ads I get on, especially after this lockdown happened, I think all these people that are selling these courses, all of this stuff like Amazon FBA, stock trading, this, like they're literally taking advantage of people having this mindset that I just described. And they, they, they just target them with ads on Instagram, ads on YouTube. So I feel like a lot of people are going to succumb to that, which is a, is a downside. It's like people are thinking to think outside the box and then someone is capitalizing on that. It's like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's why you got to be careful. I mean, it's, it's easy to make, it's easier to make money by telling people I can teach you how to make money. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's a business in itself um okay there's, there was one thing you said about um you, you said something about the entrepreneur thing on social media and people like wanting to like look like they're doing something or have that lifestyle i think ck you said something about that and i, and I just want to link that to that social gratification thing because so i don't know if you heard of a youtuber called deji or ksi uh, yeah he's deji's true. brother yeah. Um. I'm, so there's accusations been made against him, and I don't think it's true at all. But essentially, they're accusing him of buying um subscribers or followers for his account. And the crazy thing is, if he did do, it, which I'm not too sure if he did, because the facts are kind of skewed. But um, he already has like nine thousand five hundred, um, like almost like he has almost like is fifty thousand followers from having ten million subscribers essentially. Um, and he essentially bought, they said he bought 50 million, 50,000 subscribers to get to that 10 million. So even with such a high number, if this is true, he literally paid money to have even more subscribers. So I just wanted to raise a question is that why do people buy followers and likes? Like, what would you like? Have you, I'm not, I want to ask for if any of you bought followers and likes no. on real one? No. Okay, you hesitated. I don't really trust that reply, but I'll let that go. Every, every, um, but, uh, yeah, if, I just wanted to ask if, if anyone's bought that and what's the kind of thinking behind that when people are like buying the first like, what, like, what would you say? Like, why, why, I don't feel the, why is the need to buy them? Um... Based, based on what you just said now, it seemed like this, this digi guy had, a, had some sort of goal to reach a certain number. And yeah. What, well, I feel like everyone's got their own agenda at the end of the day, what they want to achieve or, or how they go about getting to whatever their goal is. So, you know, as you've probably heard of this, by any means necessary, it sounds like what end up doing. So I don't know. I don't judge anyone. I but what about what about if I said one of your boys? Well, that so what? Well, Every rapper boys? probably bought some followers and some likes, man. Yeah, that is. <laughs> what if your boys? Okay, can I say what if one of your boys that you know you grew up with? Like obviously, because you got me. Let's say you one of your boys you know, and you were one too. That like, you know that he's um, for example, like buying. He, he, like basically, the whole thing is just is fugazi. Like obviously, man is man is probably really comfortable, but he still feels the need to buy followers for his likes and give off this sort of image. Like how how would you respond to that? Like, like what's the kind of thing about people? Because people do do that. They do. They basically like purchase the whole social media existence, as they purchase the clout I that mean, they have. There's a business aspect of this as well. Yeah. You look, you look at it. So with yeah. more followers or subscribers, it's good for it's good to you can tailor that to you can 
submit that to businesses or, or companies like okay, I've got this amount of followers so you can leverage those followers and like but then that's that's dishonest because it, that's mm. dishonest it is because the engagement is not there the engagement is not there that's, that's subjective as well because businesses not everything is not everything is business is honesty if you look at it yeah, yeah. so it's not it's not affecting someone's life like I said before it's not affecting anyone's life it's just business so if you know so leverage okay I've got this amount of numbers no it's fake a lot of business do that. They leverage the fake numbers for, to, just to just for money. So it's not really. I don't say. I mean. I mean. It's not morally. It's not right. It's not morally right, but it's business. So, yeah. What's my take on that? You so you think you condone people purchasing fake followers then and fake likes and fake comments? Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, I'm, I'm, that's <laughs> how I to both of you. I want to drop that because. No, not, you know what? I, uh, the way you just worded that—that that is, you—you sound like a lawyer right now. I don't, I don't I'm just saying, each to their own, man. Everyone's got why, their own agenda. Why is it? Yeah, yeah. Because the the point is big deal, and also this links to people like making fake accounts, all this stuff. No, I'm, I'm asking you, why do you think it's a big deal to be if you're buying followers, you're buying subscribers? Because it's it's your it, it means. Everything you your whole like almost the existence you have on social media is false essentially. Yeah, that's a lot, that's what everyone in social media. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no, but this is almost hyper false because it look okay. People we all know people go on social media for like that kind of like just to get like gratification from other people liking their stuff. But this is next level. This person already has an account with followers and comments. Like forget the forget the business aspect. So people are doing it for their own ego. Forget so, the business aspect. It's, yeah. It's just, the, the day and age we, we live in, it's, it's all about clout, isn't it? Well, can, can everyone you wants this? to be, can, can you, everyone, can you wants to be like, everyone wants to be, you know, to seem as if they're popular amongst, you know, their peers. But well, can you deep this? Can you deep this? You what, Like, let's say this, like I said, this is not a, a, someone trying to be a pseudo influencer by purchasing their um, followers, because a lot of people do that. This is a guy that we, we all knew, or like a girl we all knew. And they, like I said, they already have an existing following media, um, for, what's called social media existence, but, they they want more, so is the word is more. So they go, to, they go to they go to followers of us, followers of us. I don't know if that's a real account. If if it's a real company, not give me a shout out. But they go to followers of us, and then they purchase followers. They purchase oh, likes and they purchase sad. comments. So once they it's post just... a picture up, all them bots are gonna comment and they're gonna be like yeah yeah. Like they're gonna get some sort of gratification. Like that 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 is not healthy because it's not real. But then other people look at that and think this person is popping. They're getting like thousands of likes. So I'm saying is the kind of the the the, the that the, the whole concept behind it and the whole path that this person has taken to give this false perception online is, is effort. It comes. Okay, he, he said something. He said online. I feel like we've, we've come to we've come to a stage in uh, reality where we can't say previously from actual internet. Because if, if you remember when internet, when first had internet, I mean, when we first got online, social media, we yeah. knew everything that was fake, nothing that was real. People just everyone had a different agendas. So I feel like now we, we live in a generation where we can't even separate. Yeah, he brought followers. To me, it's not really a big deal because you're doing what he thinks is good for his business or whatever. I mean, yes, maybe he has his own agenda. We can't, we can't, as you, we don't know why, so we can't form any assumption on what, why he's doing it. But at yeah. the same time, I feel like people just need to believe, like, yeah, okay, maybe he's doing it, but why? Maybe he has his own personal reason. Maybe it's coming from a place of insecurity. I mean, he has a big brother. Hey, that's, the, followers. that's the word, literally. That, that just sums this up, I think. Which word do you like the insecurity thing? Yeah, it's being insecure within yourself. You feel like you need to validate yourself by purchasing, um, you know, extra followers or likes. But the reality is, no one actually even cares. 
Yeah. And then they so it's just like but it's just it's just crazy that they want to give up that perception. Like I said, if people are using it for business, which I don't condone because like I said, I, I run a business and I've had to work with um, influencers too. And sometimes it is hard because of someone could literally buy their followers and then they will increase their rate. So you're essentially paying for to put your content to bots. That, that's yeah. from, from a personal perspective, I have to do I've had to deal with that. That's why I, I highly don't condone it. I really don't condone it because I feel like is it's just giving off a false image. But oh, it was yeah, so the truth will end up coming out. It always catches up with you. Yeah, I've I've had to actually employ some 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 other tools of checking if this person has their thing. And the th- the reason why I even spoke about this because I was I, we were looking at like a um to work with an influence recently, and then I checked their their fo- their status stuff on um, Social Blade, which is a tool that I use to check if someone's account is legit. And then I saw like in a couple of months they literally just had like. 28,000 followers out of nowhere and then they and then the, the spikes were just mad so then from that from that information I've got given I know that they bought followers because who gets like 28,000 followers in a day uh, without going viral or nothing there's, there's a lot of stuff that's coming people can go viral and get that but it was and then some months they will just have like no likes and some months they'll have like a thousand likes so when you see that kind of behavior you understand that this person or it, and even comments they're using a company to buy bots so and then what, what's going to happen is with, this is specifically talking about influencers brands will have to pay a higher price or like companies have to pay a higher price to work with them because they're giving that impression off. So that is all like a, you, I guess you, you would just say it's business, but from someone that owns a, from a business owner, you'd be like, this is very dishonest. But then if it comes to an individual just trying to give off that image, like I guess it, it probably is just insecurities, but it's just, there's always like a deeper thing linked to all of this. But yeah. Mm. But don't you think it's up to, to, do your, to do your own research, like you just said as well? Uh, yeah, I had to start doing it. Business. Um, yeah, you're, you're right. Like that's, I guess it's um, it, you have to be more cautious. But it's just crazy that it's something else that you have to be cautious about. But I like you, you both stated out this whole social media thing is. I guess when it started, we didn't really look at it as real, but because it's become so part of a lot of people's daily lives. Like, like some people literally have their livelihoods on there. Like a lot of people, a lot of businesses, a lot of even like personal trainers. A lot like there's a lot of people that find a way to utilize this, so it becomes um, mm-hmm. blended in with your day to day, your life. So you do, and I do believe like people's social media's. Um, presence sometimes is like their cv to an extent so it's always hard to blur that line like whatever you see on there especially like i said if someone's like a pt or like a guru or something what they put out there is a representation of themselves so you see that if you and that will judge if you're going to work with them so yeah it's yeah. almost like it's a mixture of all of that stuff so then you always that's when when you see the fake account or you see someone that you think may be false you have to kind of separate it from everything else you've been looking at yeah it's just one of those things but but yeah, that's just something I've seen. And also just like another thing about people making um, fake accounts. But I think that's a different story because I didn't understand that. But apparently like it's called like a Finster. Yeah. And some people make those accounts to be like just giving off, like I said, another false image or just like literally using that to stalk other people, which I think is mad. Because <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't really even see the... Oh, it was people with time, man. It was that, time, man. That's, that's, that's legit it, the time thing. Okay, I want to throw another thing at you two. Um, so yeah, I saw this. I saw this lingering about. Um, I can't remember the name of the person who put this up, but essentially she said, um, "But let me just find it." So she she said this, and she got a lot of not backlash, but just a lot of people opinionated. She says, um, "Never in this life will I pay halves for an engagement ring." Um, do you think I'm mad? And then a lot of guys were have <laughs> switching at her saying. Um, so, so a lot of women were saying that like, why wouldn't you pay for an engagement ring if like I guess like if you, you and your partner like uh, obviously like 
like I get your financial situation, and then a lot of men were like, "Yeah, you're right." So I just want to get you you lots of opinion on it. Would you? Let's say you were really struggling. Would you? Would there ever be an instance where you would make your partner pay for an engagement ring? No. So no matter what. No. <laughs> no but you just wouldn't, no matter what. And so why is why is this narrative that men have to always pay for that? And I and I want to and I want you to you lot to think about that how you've come to that conclusion that says. First of all, the fact that you even have to buy an engagement ring and another fact that why do you feel like you have to pay for it? Even if you're like, I guess you're struggling. If you're, if, you, if you're you, divided halves and halves, why can't you split it? No. That's just silly. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm No, I'm paying okay, what, what about you? Would you ever, like, um, yeah, ask to split that? Okay. First of all, I, I wouldn't want to be in that position to, to do that. But who knows what's going to happen? I don't know. If, if worst case right. scenario, and we're talking about worst, worst case. Yeah. I don't know. Let's, okay, let, let's, let's throw this one out. Let's say I was, I don't know, an upcoming businessman, whatever it is. I'm really, you know, we're really in love, really trying to like marry, but things are tight at the moment. And I don't know. If, if, if that was, if that situation presented itself, then, fine let's go halves but she she understands why we're going halves and do you understand why we're going halves because you can't afford it but but i don't know i just feel like it just depends on it personally i would only be ready to make that decision of proposing if i knew i was ready i was like stable and all financially comfortable even that mentally, financially, like I'm really like, fam, that's a big thing. Don't just go and marry people for the sake of marriage. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's a big step. And yeah, the way I look at it is, I mean, everyone says your engagement rate is 10 percent of what you make, I think. I think it's 10 or 30 percent of what you make. Two months salary, two months salary, yeah, which is around. I'm not going to lie to you. There's something I'm going to drop on you, on you guys that I think you you probably I'm already know. I'm, I'm, the, way I look at it, the way I look at it is, I feel like going, thinking of going arts in general, just because engagement isn't the wedding ring. That's the ring that says, no, well, let's, I don't actually want to marry you. That's a commitment. That's like, no, what? It's a sign of, okay, a form of commitment. At the same time, I feel like people need to remember that a man, even though you're living is, oh, let's be equal, a man still has a role to play uh, as being a man. So a engagement ring isn't just a ring. He, he, he has it all. I not I don't I can't find the right word for it. I can't articulate, but he has it all meaning behind it of 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 having an arrangement with engagement. So can you, can you remember can you remember that statement, Ruan? That you said a man um that has to like you kind of link him like in terms of like the oh not meaning of a man but the whole like ethos of like what you say what a man is in terms of that when you're, you're ready to marry someone. I feel like you're gonna big back to something, but I don't know what you're gonna say. Do you know what you're gonna say? No, I don't know what you're gonna say, and I'll make my point. <laughs> okay, wait, because you know I might bring smoke and throw you away. Um, okay, let me bring the smoke. Yeah, but uh, real one, you know you were saying about the man. So I'm just I like to play devil's advocate with this topic to just give a different perspective, so people can make an informed decision. But um, real real ones and CK's points are justified from. From the the way they come from, I guess what they know so far, and a lot, of, and I know some people are aware of this, but we have forgotten that, um, if, like a few years ago, something as an engagement ring never even existed. It was something that was actually 
uh, manufactured by the company called The Bears. So what they did is they wanted to essentially, I'm just going to summarize it because you can research this yourself more, but essentially, because obviously engagement rings, most engagement have diamonds in it. So they wanted to control the supply of diamonds. So essentially what they did is they kind of bought out the whole kind of supply chain of being able to give out a diamond because they wanted to make it seem like diamonds are more rare. And then um, after they did that, they realized the easiest way to sell diamonds is obviously through an engagement ring. But then back then, people weren't necessarily buying engagement rings because people just got married. They didn't have the point of trying to say, oh, I love you and I'm going to marry you. That, that, that didn't even exist. So in 1947, they launched a campaign called um, Diamonds Are Forever and multiple campaigns to instill into the culture that before, when you would propose your love to a woman, a man would give an engagement ring. And what it did is they got celebrities at the time so they, that was actually the kind of first form of influencer marketing or even celebrity marketing because they got um, well notable people at that time, like the ni- 1940s, et cetera, to wear engagement rings, to put in their movies and their TV shows, adverts, to their diamonds are forever, a lot of imagery of men proposing to women with engagement rings. And then that wow. became instilling our generations. So that's something that never even existed beforehand. Jeez. So that's something that you don't even know. Even like the way um, like they say with like Santa and Coke, there's a lot of things that is what is the norm today, but we're like, why is this a thing? This is one of the things that is that if you question and do a history behind it, you realize it was never, it never existed beforehand. But I'm just gonna bring that back today. So, so the, the, the stuff about you saying a man and I'm just, I'm just challenging your point about a man has no, to do this. It never existed. Yeah. But what? But sorry. But what's your? It's not sound But what's your point? Was is he think? Do you think so? We shouldn't buy a ring to begin with, or? We shouldn't propose a ring or i'm challenging the, the ethos that a man has to propose a ring to say he loves her to begin with because that 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 whole that whole thing never existed before before this campaign was put out no no one bought engagements in that in that way it wasn't, okay. it wasn't something that was culturally accepted maybe not a ring but we had other forms of showing commitment and maintaining right so maybe it wasn't a ring but other cultures don't use a ring they have other forms they have other ways of communicating of i want to marry you because in the western culture yeah there's a ring in africa there's a ring but in some culture they don't use a ring they use another form of something very valuable to show a form of commitment so, i mean we have a ring but other cultures have some we have like a cow maybe that's maybe that must be that's the most expensive thing they have is a cow so yeah. maybe buying the cow for the girl is like okay, it's, 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 it's expensive but it's a, it's a cow and this is it so yeah. every culture has different ways of expressing a really value, value of something. Yeah. As it, because when it comes down to it, engagement ring is just the ring is the value of it. It's it's expensive. It's very, I say, three months of wage. It's a lot of money. So it's not even just oh, money, really. and also also that oh sorry the, the two months thing was also a campaign pushed by the bears as well. That that kind of amount of money linked to the cost of an engagement ring was never a thing. They also because there was another way to capitalize on. The fact that they owned all the diamond supply, they also instilled in that, like, if you're going to spend money in a game ring, buy some of the two months worth of. It was also another ad campaign. It just shows you how marketing. Okay. I think, I mean, yeah, that's marketing, but at the same time, you see, it comes down to it. When you, every culture has it, when you propose to women, you want something that's valuable, very expensive. Yeah. And for us, it's ring. As the other culture, it's a cow. So everyone has different ways of looking at it. And also, it all comes down to maintenance as well, of being a game with women. Because, like, for example, if you can't, like, I cannot be this now. If some culture, like they said, you have to bring something big, and it, I mean, and in a weird way as well, if a guy, if, by showing you, by showing, by buying the most expensive ring, by buying the most expensive ring, shows how much, it, how much the act your current net worth, and moving forward, you can take care of it. So it all comes down to, it all comes down to maintenance, which is money, which is 
it, it leads to money as well. Of, okay, can you take care of me? Can you provide security? And buying expensive ring shows, okay, can afford you can afford this ring. Let me see, can actually afford providing security for the woman and her kids as well. So it is, it's all. It's not just the ring. It's it all meaning behind the ring itself. And before yeah. ring, there's probably something else as well. So I mean, in Africa, before you get married to a woman, some culture has to bring a cow, yam, oil. To bring all this, let me know a ring that to bring all this stuff that's very expensive as well. So it's not just the ring. There's, it's just there's the all meaning behind it. Yeah, and I guess to be honest, even with that being said, the even though the bears, which I think they obviously they had a very they had like a, a an agenda to create what they what they did, and also they probably made a lot of money over over the years, and now it's become instilled in us. Um, they probably used they probably be- bounced off something else that was already pre existing, like you said. It wasn't just from scratch. So they probably based the fact that people wanted to show their love in some way. So what they used, they capitalized on something that was already existing in a little way, and then they just like I guess adding a lot of um, steroids into it, and they kind of pushed their campaign to make it globally known and inf- as if literally influenced today. So you're you're right. They probably started from somewhere with that. And um, even on that topic as well, diamonds, actual diamonds are not that expensive. There's a lot of diamonds in this world to go around. Diamonds are actually very expensive, expensive jewelry. I mean, expensive, I don't know, rock to like make. Gem, yeah. really, um, it's not that expensive, but if we place so much value on it, that's why it's so expensive. It's because they control, they control the supply. But I've, I've heard recently, um, only very recently, that the supplier has been, they've had less control, if that makes sense. Because it's literally a group they owned it and they, they literally chose they chose vendors that could sell the diamonds to like um all like the jewelers and stuff so they, they literally controlled all the diamond mines there was there was even some like um research done in, there was some what's called investigation done into like them actually literally like murdering people to get to where they are today there's a lot of conspiracies around it because it's literally like blood that's what happened even the term like blood diamond comes even from that acorn, yeah. acorn owns a diamond mine and it said it's worse than a drug game Wor- worse worse than the drug game yeah Raw, see, it's, that's a, that's a whole nother like industry of stuff that's not tapped into. But it's crazy how all of that comes back to a ring that someone put you put on someone's finger. It's just crazy. But it's just it's, it, where does money to be made? You, people make money. You go off on a ring, on an engagement ring. Um, if I if I wasn't, I'm just gonna say this, if I wasn't if I was in a position that I would have to go half an engagement ring, I just wouldn't get an engagement ring. I just wouldn't. Okay. I'd rather just wait till I'm comfortable. That's I wouldn't even think about it. Like if I can't do something, why make myself uncomfortable? Just yeah. for the need to do it, because if you're buying a engagement ring, when you have to go halves, um, because I, I hate this, but I, I like to look after my woman, so I guess I'm going to subscribe to the fact that I would want to look after my woman, make feel comfortable, and I guess if we're going to look back, even though, but the thing is, even though I'm aware of this thing never existing, due to how much um, joy is going to bring her and the woman that I'm with, and like in terms of what it symbolizes, based on that, I'll do that just for her own happiness. I don't just because I know all this knowledge doesn't mean I have to spoil an experience for her. It's about, it's about understanding something that you know and also practicing traditions that you know will be beneficial for your relationship. It's a mixture of both. So, yeah, that's... Yeah, I'm sure there's, there's plenty of people who've done that, who've, who've gone through their relationships and have gone halves or whatever it is. Or yeah. Well. It depends where you're comfortable with, isn't it? Yeah. Because of the situation. So, I know couples that got married without buying necessarily a ring. They bought something else as a form of commitment to each other. So not everyone has to get a ring. If you're, comp- if you're both couples, I know maybe not into rings. Maybe you can get maybe like a chain or necklace or something. It's not always a ring. It's even even forever. I know a girl that in, in primary school, by the way, this was very shocking to me. You may have known someone too. I knew a girl that was in my, I think it was primary or secondary school, that she told me her, her mom and dad ain't married. And I could not understand. I was like, how are you here? And she was like, yeah, they just live together. 
And I was like, what? That's when I realized what like coexisting was. And till today, I'll never forget that day. Because, you know, imagine you're so young and you find out. Because back then, all you knew is people got married. I didn't even really know what divorce was back then. So she told me that her parents she just, just decided they're going to live together and coexist. And they just had kids and built a life and everything. They didn't even go. They didn't literally. They just, yeah, just live together. Yeah, and it just surprises me. It's true. They're born, isn't it? It's sort of like the bond of the that they had. But at the same time as well, ring, I mean, even, I mean, at this moment, it's different. But when you get married, the actual the significance of a ring is it like, it's a form of unity as well, because it's so cool. So the shape is a, she was looking for unity between married couples. But I know, I mean, my English, my English teacher at secondary school, she was with a partner for 19 years, and they had kids, but never got married. Wait, you say 19, did they divorce or something? Or and they said together. To be oh, they still together. They together for 19 years. And they had kids and family. But Actually, they can't divorce and then get married. That's silly. Sorry. Just broke up. <laughs> 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 just break up. So, could, you, could you do that? Like, okay. Could you imagine not getting married or not doing nothing and just living with someone and having kids with them? Could any of you imagine that? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Sikki, what do you think? <laughs> 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 and, and will your family be cool with that? Because obviously, be, wait, 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 wait. Take out the family. The wedding is not for us; it's for them sometimes because they want to celebrate with you. They want to eat. They want to turn up. They want to yeah. Because the you're, experience. You're, you're, I feel like in some cultures it's not acceptable. Like in African cultures, I don't think that would be an acceptable thing to do um, for any one of us. But I don't know. Do you know what? I don't know how I'm going to fall in love with my wife. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Personally, I do want to get married. Um, but it, do you know what? It, it all depends on what stage in my life I'm at, what's going on. I, I can't predict it, but I do want to get married. So, I, yeah, it's... I look at... What about you, Kari? What do you think? It's like, this is another thing by, like, what I grew up with. Even just to make my mum happy, yeah, I'm just going to have to subscribe to the norm. I'm not going to lie to you. What? What makes you happy? I'd to the norm because she likes obviously that like, super religious and loves like church and all this stuff. So like, because I just just to make like, which is obviously I would want to do it too. But even if I, because I'm quite open, if I had a partner that was almost against it, I almost have to like just kind of not convincible. I have to come to an agreement. Like I would want to do this for like family reasons. But that's it. Not not yeah. That's what I have to say on that. I mean, I, I'm I'm different. What about you? I know my family members. They didn't have a big swing. They just went. They had like a few friends around. I don't, I don't know the afternoon with that registration and they just got married. Everyone's different. It's not, I mean, and for me, it's not all down to culture. I feel like culture is a rule made by people that are dead already, if that makes any sense. So, <laughs> so the way I look at it is, I mean, I would get married because marriage is a form of unity. Because when you, when you have a boyfriend, when you have a boyfriend and girlfriend, it's easy to break up because you, you don't have that commitment of we married together. But when you get married, you say, you know what, we are married. No, no matter how difficult it gets, we're going to get for this together. But when you have boyfriend and girlfriend, it's, it's easier to just say, you know what, burn it, and we'll, we, can, we can break up. But marriage is like a form, it's just another form of unity and commitment between two people. But I don't I don't have a big wedding. I mean, at the same time as well, if my wife is, isn't all for a big wedding, you have, to, you have to compromise. I'm not going to force her to do what she, wanna, what she doesn't want to do. Because it's not just about me, it's about her as well. So, I mean, yeah. So you wouldn't mind essentially, like you you don't. Really I, I mean, I'm not, yeah, I don't mind. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have a big wedding. It's just too much pressure. And also, when you, when you have a big wedding, a lot of people that know, a lot of people that know that had a big wedding, didn't actually enjoy the wedding itself. And they, all the all that was about people, people being fed. They had other things to think about. 
but it's it's actually that day. It's your special day together. It's not it's not about just family members. Yeah, like everyone, your, yeah. No, I'm 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 agreeing with what you're saying. Like as much as I know, Sam, you you love your mum, you want to respect her, but you know it's your day. You your I know we've been dropping a culture where you know certain things are tradition, but some people change, man. You might want to, I don't know, your, your views might change at some point, not saying that they will. Yeah, everyone's different. And with that being said, I went to a wedding in Lagos, Nigeria. And I like I don't know why I know this, but I just know this because it was like a family member doing a wedding like celebration. Mm-hmm. What I know is we started a party with like something like 10 cows. They were eating cows and that. <laughs> and then I think there was four cows left and they hired some locals to, to look after that. Best know the next day, those four cows were gone. We didn't even find it. So I'm saying people people come to your wedding just to take your food. They don't care about you, man. Being happy. They just come to eat your food. They won't come to your wedding with bad energy. Not even the, not everyone that comes to the wedding is happy for you. That's so, true. That's true. And everyone's like, oh, can I be a plus one? Maybe that plus one. I've been, I've been to the wedding party. You know, I mean, wedding party. Is that a film? Yeah. It's a film. And, oh, it sounds um, familiar. What happened? What happened? Some people will come to your wedding and just to sabotage your wedding. Just facts. Yeah, bad energy. <laughs> I got police. Who comes in and that? It's that's but imagine if it's a big <laughs> wedding, you can't police everyone when it comes to a big wedding. So just bring your close friends, close my family. I mean, your mom can still come to your wedding. It doesn't have to be a big party, but it can be a, a little registration party where close friends, close family, a little gathering. It's a, it's a, it's your wedding. It's not your family's wedding. It's your wedding. It's a commitment between you and your partner. So when you look at that perspective, it changes everything. That's true. But we'll see when we when we get to that bridge. <laughs> Eventually, still got a lot of life to live. <laughs> um, I, I know you, you you can relate or you can't. I can't wait. Oh, obviously, can't, well, obviously you can't. Right? I've, I've mm-hmm. talked about people ready to lock off the market in Corona time. Do you mind? Your timing is impeccable. When we can't see anyone, you might want to lock off the market, but that's different. <laughs> um, research though, like more people. Like single people actually, they actually, they actually, no, single people are more depressed. Single people are, are less likely to have sex, are, are, le- are, open to, are open to less pleasures from sex, maintain other forms of pleasures as well. Because you're single, it's just you by yourself. I'm even though free on the well, streets. Well, you said less pleasure. pleasures. Surely, if you, oh, I know what you mean. You, you, don't, you don't only want pleasure, you want something more, more like yeah. sex, academics. Yeah. Yeah, see, I can't relate to that right now. Um, free smoke, free smoke, free smoke. Um, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, okay, hello. did you mind hear, guys hear about um, Fire Festival, F-Y-R-E? Yeah, yeah, that one. What do you know about it? You know about it very well. Yeah, I was the commentary. So no, for anyone who doesn't know, it was a it was a festival that happened in 2017. Well, not happened. Well, it didn't really happen as advertised. But essentially, um, it was a festival that was meant to happen. It was going to have like a luxury feel to it, luxury um, tents, luxury housing, um, or like influencers were meant to be there. The way they, they marketed it was meant to be like yeah, influencers, models, the biggest artists. They even rumored in time Kanye was going to be there. So essentially, it was marketed as something like bigger than any festival you've ever seen before. And where was it hosted? Was it in the Bahamas? Yeah, Bahamas. Um, but essentially, it was all a fraud. They they literally charged people thousands of pounds. They went to, when they went there, they didn't even have houses. They had like beds that were wet. It it was, it was just all a mess. Um, 
But so um, that's something that happened like in 2017. And recently, it just they just come back into the media again because I think the guy that started it was Ja Rule and Billy Mc McFarlane. Um, and I think he only just got sentenced not too long ago because he that guy has defrauded so many people. But um, the latest thing that came out of it was essentially because one of the influencers that promoted it was Kylie Kendall Jenner. Um, and I think they paid her like $270,000 to put on her Instagram. But now she's been fined 90000 to like because that's, of the, they they're saying it's for that, That's billion, what I'm man. thinking. Well, people are making a big fuss of it. She's a millionaire. Paying 90000 back. <laughs> probably billionaire, but 90000 for for be for falsely advertising that is crazy. But it just shows you that she literally put a post up and everyone just went to buy tickets. It shows you how much power they have on like this social media. But then to me, she is a general Kardashian. So it's a bit different. They People love them, like obsessed about them. But yeah, it's just interesting to see that some updates have been posted at festival. So do you know, Jarul is still dealing with um, lawsuits about that. It's been three years and he's, a lot of people are still trying to sue him. Like, the, he must be that, having a headache. That, that whole thing was just, it's the guy that, um, I don't think it's solely blamed on Jarul. I think he, if you watch the documentary of it, yeah. he went into partnership with someone who uh, was meant to be some sort of legitimate business person. And this business person was a fraud. So obviously he comes across as if it's Jarul's fault, but the reality is it stems from the actual person who started it. He, he's, he's known for that. So yeah, that was important. Yeah, apparently he defaults. So I think the guy talking about is Billy. He's done similar things before. Yeah. And you know the most crazy thing is even after the fire festival happened and he was I think he got arrested and put on bail, he started another business and he was selling tickets to the Met Gala where you can't even get tickets to the Met Gala and people were still buying it. So he's just it's, that guy's unstoppable. Some people are just are just criminals, man. Simple as that. Uh real, what do you know about it? What because the commentary I saw, I feel like if Jerry is still paying for it and deserves it, because he's a partner. But do you think so, though? Because Rich CK said it's by association. No, he's still responsible, though, because still responsible he for, yeah. went out of his way uh, to... He didn't do his due diligence to check up on the guy. But then sometimes you can't really... It's hard to do your due diligence if you've, if you've known if, someone. You don't, you don't really know someone that well. Like if, Maybe they were friends, they've known each other, and you just think, oh, this guy was cool, so... I trust him based on X, Y, Z, and then later on he ends up effing you up. If that makes sense. So, but this is going to affect Jarul's image forever now because everyone's going to remind. That's, him, that's him. my point. But hey, it's. Yeah. Well, what do you say about his image? Real one. His image has been has been going down anyway for a long time now. He's just he's just jumping fire pan into fire, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, I feel like but Sam, right now. Think, yeah, uh, think about it this way. Yeah, let's hypothetically speaking, let's say. So you and Ruan knew someone, you're really cool with him. You've known each other for years. He seems legitimate in his businesses, but you never obviously asked him because he's just friends, right? And then one day he presents you with an opportunity to, I don't know, start a business. The numbers seem right. He's sold it to you, he's pitched it to you, he gives you the strategy. And you say, and he says, right, because, you know, Carty, you, you, um, you've got like a good social presence and Real one, you've got a good social presence. How about you back me in this? You get a percentage, etc. And she said, fine. We know this guy based on X amount of years, but whatever. And then it ends up because you end up finding out that this guy was a a fraud. Can you can you see how 
It's yeah. hard for you to to blame. It, yeah, it's like it's these people. Who, you yeah, know, have you heard of Bern, Bernie Mur- Murdoff, the guy who the guy who defrauded? I'm oh, sure. Yeah, the, the, he had, the, the, yeah. Um, but think about it. He was meant to be there. He looked legitimate, right? And then later on, people probably thought this yeah. guy's legitimate. He's he's got family, he's got kids, but probably you never really know someone, you know, until that's true. Well, you know how risky that is, though. Like for example, if me and Will did get into a business like that, that would that, that's no matter what you say, like even Joe, like I just read somewhere. I think Joe has been dismissed of the, one of the lawsuits, but so he's he didn't have to pay that much money, but still. His image forever, like me and Ron, we won't be able to work in that industry anymore because people are gonna always attach us yeah, to that person true. that we dealt with. So it's almost like by association. Oh, yeah. this is the thing. You have a point, but at the same time, I feel like that's also like a novice mistake as well. Like it's good to work with friends, at the same time, it's when you separate friendship from business. And if you're novice, then I'm like, oh yeah, go because you're both friends. It's okay, you trust that person, but. When it comes to business, trust is okay, but at the same time, you need to both know. Honestly, just write up a contract in the long run. And, and also, you can't really blame these... Um, well, it's half and half, isn't it? You can't really blame some of these influencers because at the end of the day, it's just business. They're, someone says, look, I'll pay you 50 grand to post your million to your millions of followers. Well, 50 grand just to yeah. post. But then... Yeah. You, as a person, a conscious person, should do the diligence by saying, okay, what am I promoting? Have you seen half these people promoting these skinny tees that are meant to be... I'm sure you've seen it on Instagram. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, people like that probably get so much money just to post that. But the reality is that stuff doesn't work. It's all done to the person. Everyone knows that. Yeah. And you know the crazy thing is they're picking yeah, someone that's really... Especially that old fire person would change a lot of influencers. Now they put like ad when they promote the business or whatever. Because yeah. I can't blame the influencers because then it's just like a, a form of advertisement. Cause... But I'm 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 glad everyone just made that point because I feel like maybe that that sometimes bad things need to happen for good things to come out. So yeah, like a change to happen. Yeah. yeah. So you won't blame them, but like did you 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 made a good point about saying. If me and everyone was going to go in business with someone that could be fraudulent, we should do our research. But shouldn't the influencers and their managers do their research to people that, to companies or like people that they're taking this payment off? Because on the back of that recently, well, this is not as bad anyways, but recently in this corona time, there's this YouTuber that he's been making fake products and he's been getting Love Island people. I think it's called Jack May. He's been getting Love Island people to promote literally like fake creams. And one of them even said, said he also just says the most fake statement. I think it was someone from Love Island. He said, this cream is unisex. <laughs> And, they were, and then someone said, how can the cream be unisex? <laughs> I know it's more, it's more silly, but it's like, it shows you how people take a paycheck. Like, you literally pay them. I don't know what amount you pay them, but it's almost anything for the bag, essentially. Like, they literally take money. Like, they could literally, imagine we saw, like, if, if, if we were looking for, like, beard cream or something, like, hair cream, and we, we all follow the influencer that we, that we like, we respected. He could literally sell us anything. And you wouldn't, we wouldn't know any better. I mean, for years it's just, ago, it's interesting. Shouldn't they do it? I think they do, but they don't care. Like, few, I think a few years ago, I think it was last year, someone from Only West Essex was promoting, was it the appeal for losing weight? And she was being interviewed, undercover interview. Yeah. And someone was undercover recording the interview. And she was like, I don't even use that. Like, I don't really care about. Wow. I don't really use, wow. I don't use it. It's just promoting <laughs> it. Like, I don't really care about the business. It's just the check. She didn't, she didn't put it like that, but in the, in the, in the, they don't mad. use it. Like, they, just, yeah. they don't actually use it for themselves. They just 
sorts of products. There's a difference. It's, it's an, now they only called ad, like oh ad, but back then they didn't care. They just didn't. There wasn't that term of putting ad on the product. So you can know it's an ad, not actually real. But so obviously I know we we may not subscribe to it, but do you think it was almost dishonest? Now we shouldn't trust. It's almost like the way we didn't trust people selling and like adverts to us, like marketing stuff. Now should we even trust these people that are quite known or fake, like think, popular? Because anyone can be popular right now, go viral. Should we trust them? Or what they sell. You know, everyone should just take everything with a pinch of salt. That's just my my two cents on it. I don't trust everything I see. Even though someone's famous doesn't necessarily mean but that's just based on seeing other people go through similar situations. Like you, you read something, you're like, Oh my god, like you're more weary of just buying into something. But Yeah. I think they're, they're probably more relatable. That's why people like that's why I said someone selling bed. Oh, because imagine someone that we all like, we all like, we can relate to. Yeah, that's, that's when the thing, it, it yeah. catch you out. And it's almost a responsibility thing. It's almost a responsibility thing that we have to, we have to be careful with that. Like, because obviously I don't, I don't really even buy stuff that's influencers, that um, influencers um, promote. But sometimes, I guess if you've followed them for years, you've seen that come up, you've seen that. They may tell you, do you know what, like, I've used this, it works. And then you may believe them. And then what real one just said about that, only way is this expression behind the scenes saying, big man, I don't even use this. Yeah, I'm just selling it. I'm doing it for the, for the check. I'm for the check, check. It's crazy. But, um, yeah, it's just crazy. That's, I guess, like you said, it's just, it's not, I won't say common sense, but it's almost like, yeah, just, it's just, do, like, I guess, if someone says something, just be wary. You, like, what's he said, be wary. You can't take care oh, of like that. Sure. Um, and, um, have you might also see the fact that um, apparently OnlyFans are starting the first? <laughs> when I say there's, there's there's opportunity, there's always going to be opportunity, man. But uh, I think it's called Demon Time. Demon Time. They partnered with a guy called the Start Demon Time, and apparently they were meant to do it like last week, but it crashed. It literally cool? crashed. <laughs> like they, it, yeah, and there was rumors that Drake, all these people were there, Pharrell, and but then I, I was like, how do they know these? These celebrities were going to be there. Isn't it meant to be? What's it called? Isn't it meant to be anonymous? It's only fans, isn't it? I, I don't understand how they they know that all these celebrities were there. But they said like Drake and they, they named a lot of male celebrities. That is it yeah. Odell Beckham? Is that his name? Yeah, they said he was. They were there too. And then they said it crashed. It was like a OnlyFans made a new feature on it, like or like a new thing to the app where you could you have a virtual strip, strip club. They partnered with the guy that was doing Demon Time on um Insta Live the same time as Troy Lanes, and then he. He's converting, so that's literally Wait, taking an opportunity of this. Yeah, sorry, I was just no, going to go yeah. time. It's a network for late night Instagram live streams of strippers. So that was basically that was. How long does it? That, that was what? How long is it? Current, that was current to radio. Current to radio is basically a demon time. So it's literally that fresh, and they've already partnered with only fans. I mean, I mean, the other night as well, Tori was doing. It wasn't called current to radio, but he put. OnlyFans.com slash currency radio. Oh, he's getting the bag as well. He's getting, so, the, yeah. getting the bag. But they're trying to capitalize off their because on Insta, you're obviously not making money from Insta Live, and he's got 300k people on there. I doubt 300k people will sign up on OnlyFans, but imagine the numbers you can convert to there. Yeah, that's like a different. Yeah, that is it's crazy. Yeah, I was gonna sorry, I was gonna touch on. That shares, shares went up about demon time. That shares went up about fifty percent. Wow, 
Money, man. Yeah, only only fans is gonna thrive. <laughs> I want like the two <laughs> the two apps that are surviving on yeah. the time is Zoom and OnlyFans, and they're both a completely different things. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> ask crazy. you this: they're both a completely different. Think, yeah. Do do you judge people who you go on, who've got an account in terms of the women who do it? I was literally that. It's funny that you say that. That's actually I'm not gonna answer that. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna okay. First of all, I, I just would not sign up to OnlyFans. I'm just going to say that. As a, I'm just going to say that off the bat. It's just nothing I'll sign up to. But um, I, I've, I've been telling the coach, I will sign up to it. But, and if I have information on it, it's because okay. I'm doing my research for okay. the context of more discussion. Not okay. I've got an account. Wow. Let me sign off the bat. Wow. So, you get the lawyers against me. Um, so basically, um, the thing, so I've done research into this. And the thing I would say about that, I've seen women on there. That especially in these times like this, they've literally, I guess like, this is so weird to say, but strippers have lost their jobs because obviously yeah. no one, they, they can't be stripping right now. So they've had oh, to you've got convert girls, it to girls, girls um, local area. Oh yeah, even local. But then it's a mixture of, I, I don't really, some, I don't call, class them as sex workers, but that's how I've seen them be referred to themselves online. But um, yeah, people that in that industry have, have made a living through OnlyFans. And, but yeah, on the flip side is normal not even normal, just like everyday girls have literally signed up to it and they're also making a killing. I think some girl even bought a house from OnlyFans money. It's, it's like, it's, it's crazy out here. Um, so I, at the end of the day, if someone is using that as their livelihood, it's fine. Um, there was a story of a girl that she said um, she made an account, I think it was in America, and um, essentially, yeah, someone in her family or like uncle or something that found out about the account and told her family and then she, was, she had a lot of um, issues with that. So that's a bit of something they've got to be careful about. I guess you have to be ready for it. On the other side as well, sometimes the OnlyFans accounts get leaked or get hacked and all those pictures are available online anyways. So it's like, <laughs> it's, you, have to know you have to know what you're signing up to. It's like, it's like it, it comes with the good and bad. You can make a lot of money and look after yourself. At the same time, there is risk of, if you don't want your family to find out, they can find out because like so creepy uncle could sign up and then he says it's your family. Or, or people could just have your pictures even though, it's, even though it's like closed off, when if they get hacked or when they get hacked, that is out there for everyone to see. So it's a bit of a, mm, I don't know, I don't know. It's a bit of a weird one. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily like say tell people like, oh, get it. But I'm not. If someone says I'm gonna get, it, I'm like, yeah, you do you, man. It's like another way to hustle, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not against, I'm not against it. I yeah, you can go on. It, so that's because you have an account. Stop lying. That's because no, you have an account. I, I get. Tell me that. Oh, sorry. What? You have your account. What did you say? <laughs> Bro, did you, did you stunt on us? Did he stunt on us? Say no more. Say no more. SNM. SNM. It's never that. I've got my only fans. Um, <laughs> you've got in real life. That's what you're saying, essentially. Okay, okay. And I know this is, this is getting a bit of deep, but there's something that I did see called... Some, they said someone accused holy fans of causing human disconnection. And it was based off this, this guy, also in America, that said basically... He was going to OnlyFans is affecting his, his life negatively because he was going to like be linking up and going on dates with women, but then he just realized I'm really paying for this because obviously OnlyFans you have to pay a subscription. So when he wants to go out or even talk to him, sometimes he just goes in his OnlyFans and he just gets satisfied. Yeah, but isn't that isn't that just like going on a date? And, like, you're paying yeah. to use the service, so it's all really honest. Well, he he uses OnlyFans to satisfy his connection they would have with women instead, which is a bit. And there's a few guys like him in this position too, where they feel like they, they probably have like issues of addiction or something like beforehand, but they feel like only oh, fans are in their life because of it. They they don't they don't feel the need to socialize with women or even go out with women because they I guess they have to be they probably have a return motive. They probably just want to sleep with them. Hence why they're satisfied 
by OnlyFans, but is, is making them, is affecting but their is real the life OnlyFans relationships. Is the your own responsibility to want to do things for yourself? It's like going on Pranab and be like, oh, I'm not, I'm bl- I blame Pranab for masturbating. Like you typed in, the, you, t- you went on Google and typed in Pranab for yourself. So you can't really blame no, but this is next, this is next, this is even one step further. There is actively paying for a subscription. So, like, I think that particular particular guy had like five subscriptions. This is how these women are killing it. They're killing it out here. Imagine paying like ten dollars a month for like like multiple people. It's like a direct debit. But essentially, yeah, it's like I feel when they, when some guys do that, they feel some sort of ownership into <coughs> the women's lives, or like I guess that part of it. So it, it's just it's a, it's a it's a weird kind of um exchange in a weird way, and I feel like. Yeah, it's just, I, I just, I, for me, I never understand it because obviously, I, first of all, I wouldn't sign up to the app because of, I'm quite a sociable person. I'm guessing we all are. But it's just interesting to see from someone that is not so sociable to be getting this like, satisfaction from all of these payment services hey, for all this content. And then it, it's literally affecting the interaction. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. But that's like just interesting. There's men that have this type of issue. I feel like it's probably deeper than OnlyFans. Maybe because a lot, I mean, before OnlyFans, there was spun up. A lot of guys had. Issues from just watching too much porn and not going out, me and women. So it does come to the same thing of maybe self confidence, uh, talking to women. So they think it's easier to just pay for that service. That's, that's, that's a lot of, it's the same thing as, it's not the same industry, but it seems like it's the same thing as men paying for escorts and stuff like that because they have the confidence to go out and meet actually it's, women. It's, and it's all women. relative. Well, literally, like, as much as everyone wants to like, judge one form of whatever it is, everything it's probably one it's probably taken from the concept of something else. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. so yeah. Oh well. Um so I was gonna say something else you've seen. Can you have you both you both check your phones? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a topic it's a topic that was raised up. So I, the reason why I want you to bite into this because of this is actually kind of a topic that I've seen being raised up multiple times. Yeah. Have you both have you both checked your phone? Um, so basically, it's uh, a girl that raised, she made a little tweet saying, um, comparing guys um, getting a, uh, like a fresh haircut to girls wearing makeup. And she says, she put a picture of a guy, um, well, is the artist Be Young, with a on trim. <laughs> and she said, I think, <laughs> you've seen it, you've seen the pictures, yeah? She says, I think, I think both, both genders can agree that makeup and a trim are, the, are on the same level. And if you, the, the, the bait is just, is raised, is like, people are just saying it like, because of, people are saying you can't compare makeup to um, getting trim because people are saying hair is grown and getting a trim. Um, no, I agree, I agree. Getting, make, getting makeup, yeah. getting makeup covers it. Okay, see, um, CK, do you want to go for it? No, you, you can't both say, yeah, I need to get your point of view because I, I have a few to say. So, yeah, Damn, CK, you go That is, it. the transformation is mad. I feel like, all right, the, 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 okay. the, the point so, of, what's your point of, of view from makeup that? Yeah. is to enhance, you know, your, your I don't know, your, your features, isn't it? Or, yeah, to enhance your beauty or make you look more desirable, right? What does, what does having a haircut do yeah. as well? It enhances your features and makes you look much more desirable. So it's, it's the same thing, right? Obviously, they're applied. So you agree that makeup, makeup is obviously applied is thing. different, but what they're trying to achieve in, in the end is the same thing, right? Do you agree or you don't agree? You, um, you're going from A to well, B. I, let, let me see what you're going from an undesirable state to a much <laughs> yeah. more desirable state. Think about it. Without, okay, without, okay, without it's the same thing. Like <laughs> as much as everyone's to say, no, it's different, blah, 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 bro. Everything's really. 
there's 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 other nuances to that, but I, I want to hear what everyone has to say before I give the. I, I, I'm I just giving like other opinions. Yeah, cultural thing as well of uh, Western culture. I feel like if it's in a different country, it's actual it's in a different country where they don't place a lot of. I mean, it's a bit different from what I'm just seeing right now, but at the same time, <laughs> if it's in a different yeah. country where man looks like Jesus, we say it's a different country. Everybody, oh, <laughs> wow, you're going to hell alone. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So if it's a different culture where it's yeah. home country, then it won't be, be a big deal in its own country because they'll be like, oh, this is a standard this is a standard of beauty in this country. So it's it's very subjective as well. I mean it looks good, but because because that's what we're used that's what we are used to, to looking clean, crop, everything shaven. So it is the it's... No, but what, what about the points that's saying um, it's the same it's thing. Is I know you're saying the rest of the point, but if, from your I'm point of view, it's thinking, the same. I'm just okay, thinking, you're saying okay. I'm just fresh. I'm just cutting hair, bro. You might you buying Mac, you buying fancy makeup, which costs a lot of money, and at the same time, yeah, this is what's underneath it. You guys are putting on, so it's a diff- it's a big difference. Okay, to add to that, to add to what Ruan said, and to kind of go, not go against CK's point, to just to give it a different perspective, he said it's the same thing. They so people have literally said that like when I get a haircut, I'm underneath. I'm um showing what's underneath but then once you I mean, yeah when you get a haircut you show what's underneath but once you wear makeup you're kind of covering up and even take it one step further like you've seen them comparisons of people contouring like even so, sometimes people contour yeah. their chest yeah but hold on, abs, hold on they, hold they hold take on. it next level like now you're, it's a whole it's a whole in the, in the context even, of yeah, what yeah what both things are trying to achieve contour yeah, is still makeup it's, though it's, contour it's is makeup one so state it's, to another, right? it's going from one state of being normal to a desirable state of whatever the person wants. It's the same thing. But the mean, yeah, the but mean that, that's doing just it. different. That's deeper. I'm not trying to agree with this. But Rural, would you would you say that you're removing hair and then you're adding a product? <laughs> so I'm just trying to get. I'm just trying to give the. the uh, no, yeah? in this topic of makeup or men cutting their hair, it's just. About after that, women should get trim as well. Is there a difference? That's it. What about a woman that gets a trim and then puts makeup on? Nah, she's winning. Jesus she's got everything. Oh, but as, at the same time, we have to. Let me just a good-looking guy to begin with. Some people get a trim and they still look. Uh, so it's, it's <laughs> very subjective because you get a trim to me, you're gonna look good. I mean, beauty is subjective as well. But at the same time, everyone's taste is different. But um. Yeah, the what people the, what people have been saying is similar to um, actually they've been they've been arguing both of your points. People have been saying like, but both picks are natural, um, that um, and it isn't it isn't smaller at the wait. When people tweet sometimes, they need to check their tweet. Wait, we do not apply external products um ourselves to add non-existent features. Oh, yeah, basically just talking about how um. Yeah, people sometimes when people do put makeup, they're just enhancing the features they do have. So it's still showing something that's hidden, but then the makeup is bringing it out. Uh, to an extent. So it's, it's just like that's, that's painting on, bro. 
<laughs> CK? I think... I don't know. Oh, it's some, some guy said he's seen girls without <laughs> cheekbones and then as soon as they go to the makeup... Yeah, thing, but... Again, came out of nowhere. Hella draw line. I think guys still still line, my point of what what's trying to be achieved, what the end goal is with both both things is the same. Obviously, yes, you can go deeper with yeah, people contouring, people changing their image, blah 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 blah. That's that's really like now nah, that's a whole topic in itself. But in terms in in terms, you compare? Have you seen have you seen your friend with makeup yeah. before and a friend with yeah. makeup? I just want to ask you that. I, and have you seen your boy with a trim without trim? Would you say the same thing? Like, like one, like a girl that you, that you talk to, you've seen her. Have you ever seen a girl without makeup? You didn't even recognize her. Mm. Yeah. Totally yeah, but. And have you seen your boy, your boy with his with with a lot of hair? And you can no, still you recognize, still can recognize him, but it's not that. it's not the same, is it? So why 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 is that? I'm entertaining this, but I'm just entertaining this by the way. I don't believe this, but why is it that you literally said that that um. You've seen a girl without makeup and you literally don't recognize her, but you've seen your boy I didn't without say that. Him and you can still recognize her. Oh, so did, exactly. did everyone say that? You, you said you said you can still recognize her. No, I'm saying I'm just trying I, to give an I've example. I've seen a girl without makeup and I, I can recognize her. And I've seen my friend without a trim and I can still recognize her. Obviously, when they uh when they get the trims or when she gets, you know, tells her hair up on I don't know, gets makeup done, then she looks much more desirable. Also, though, it depends the level of makeup. Yeah, <laughs> see what I mean? Like that's just being. They, they that's, that's so like this is now. Do you know what I mean? Like that's so now you're being picky. You're, that's that's really like another topic in itself. No, that's bringing yeah. it down now. So I feel like the question. The question is just too. I don't know. It's, I feel like it's, it's a silly question. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> broad question. Sam, this is oh shit, hi. And and the people are just saying, um, let us know when you can grow makeup on your face. Because people, are just... so, I mean, this is stupid. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so But I'm not actually. I don't. I don't think the subject of this is. And it's interesting, obviously, because it's just we're well, just men here discussing this. But I like the fact that we do have different different opinions. On this because what I've seen from the end of this is there's no yeah. agreement. People are on both sides. Like no one is no one is saying this is wrong, no one is saying this is right, which is why I like in the day showing both perspectives. And all I was doing is just trying to entertain the people more on the trim side. But to an extent, yeah, you're right. There it is um there is an end goal. after you do get a trim, like sometimes the confidence levels are mad. And I guess some and a lot of women, some women have said not a lot. I've seen people say like sometimes when I start my day and I do put like makeup, not a lot. Sometimes it does make me feel confidence, which is the similarities in that. And the end goal is it just like you just yeah, I guess you get to like a a different state to where you were before. I don't necessarily say always better because it does, I'm not trying to say putting makeup makes you better looking than you are before because some people are generally just good looking without it. By the end of the day, you get a trim, you look fresh, you wear makeup, it makes you look a bit fresh too. So they're, they're similar. But I do understand people saying to some extent like getting a trim does have its own nuances compared to makeup. It's not exactly the same thing because like, you're applying a product and you're taking off a product. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 right they're they're it's just interesting to see. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, but some guys were passionate. Passionate about it. Really passionate. Passionate. No, passionate that makeup is nowhere in there. But then they, they got they got a bit deeper. They were oh even talk about God. plastic surgery, lip fillers, all this stuff. Because I don't know if lip fillers is even classed it's as cosmetic, makeup. It's like, cosmetic it's, makeup. Thing. Like, yeah, that's some guy was trying to argue that, but I thought that was a bit far fetched trying to. Say that because that that doesn't even 
last that. It's it's it's, it's, it's too. There's too many variables in that. It's not the same. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things that we just gotta say. Um, and yeah, and that's it. Have you have you not heard that Chris Brown track? The um, yeah, the one with Young Thug. What's it called again? Well, yeah, the, yeah, I'm not trying to get the album. Right. I didn't. I was very like I thought at the beginning that they wouldn't compliment each other. I didn't understand why, but once I heard it, I said, "Yeah, wow, I think that's true." Brown, just yeah, Chris Brown, Yeah, that that album was good. And today, I just saw that Gunna dropped a, uh, an album too. I haven't even listened because I don't think a lot of people are releasing that too much music around this time. I think they're, they're kind of being cautious to listen, release things. Obviously, they can't promote it as much. Album. Yeah. That mixtapes. Yeah, even, I've, I still haven't listened to Future's yeah, album. It's really too long. I, I like Future's album. Yeah. And I, I haven't seen a UK artist drop anything too much recently. Is it? Except for H. Uh, H. I can't pronounce I it. I think the reason H, why even Chris Burner, you know, to record because Chris has his own home studio. I feel like if you have an home studio, you can record right now, but I feel like if you actually go to the actual studio to record, It'd be, it'd, look, it'd be impossible right now because everywhere's closed. Yeah, it's not. It's not really easy. I just, I just hope UK artists do find a way to like record and drop music because I haven't seen much from them right now. Just like mainly just US and random artists. But yeah, I think that's that's it. Unless you, um, anything yeah, else you guys? Is, think? This is interesting. <laughs> this is interesting. This is been, Actually, try, been a good back of all. Bro, this is perfect. Sounds wow. It's not a wild question. It's just a very meaningful, a very meaningful question. <laughs> if you go back to, if you go back to like, let's say five years ago, what would you change? Mm-hmm. If you go back to five years ago, about yourself or just in general. That's a very good question. Um, <sighs> if <laughs> I think to answer that, I wouldn't change anything. To be honest, I feel like okay. It's all happened for a reason. Even if I was to to go back and change, it's I'll, that would be me looking at it from a point of regret, isn't it? Because it's like, oh, I wish okay. I did that. But I don't think I'll change anything. I just need to get better each day. To be honest, that's that's my view on it. What would you What would you change? I'm asking you the question. Oh snap! Sorry, no. <laughs> no, you, no, you you have to answer it. You have to answer it after me. Because I'm asking the guest. Oh, me? No, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the guest. That was my answer. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. I like but if, 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 if I was to, um, I don't know, like, maybe I'll do, I wish I'd found something I liked quicker. Um, I don't know. Like I, I don't know. I like I like my friends. I like I like everything. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll change it. Sorry, man. Yeah, take that back. It's okay. I mean, this is about based on what you say you do as well. Interior design, right? But um, I think you you need to change career. Change. Um, I don't know. Well, I can say I can say. Let me say. Okay, obviously, I'm not going to answer this going forward. This is the only one time I will answer this. But the only thing I would say is. Like, I agree with you, I probably wouldn't change anything because everything you did makes you the person you are today. The only thing I would, like, not just like some decisions as in like some purchases, mm. be more yeah. f- financial purchases, be more be more, be more, more smart with some investment or purchases because I could have been in a better position now if I made some smart decisions. That's but the then you thing. only know so that with like, hindsight. You can't really start off it. from a perfect point because if you do start from a perfect point, if you fall, it's probably a steeper fall, isn't it? But if you're climbing, yeah. it's much more easier to okay, dodge things and 
still managed to get up if that makes sense. But yeah, this one, I, I really can't. Yeah, that's a, a good question, a good though. Question. Um, it makes you do it. I'm not to sleep well. on that. I feel like in life, we learn, like in school, you you take a, you practice for an exam and take a test, right? And yeah. in life, you learn from actually making it. So, yeah. Life is about living. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what we need to learn. But yeah. I'm thinking about that for a while. Isn't it? But I, I know most people would probably say, you know, I'll change this. I wish I grew up in a better area. I wish, you know, my family was 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 rich or but it's just like really like I don't know. Yeah. I wish I grew up next to a piano. And a, and a super and a super and a super malt factory behind it. Ooh, heaven, think, heaven, I, heaven. <laughs> I'm joking. Maybe if you maybe if you could bring certain Secret. people like back, then yeah. Like my my grandparents. Oh no! Then you get to the butterfly. Then you get then you get to the butterfly. Yeah, thing, like, like the kind of if this. If I would change anything in the past, it's definitely people who've like who've meant like a lot to my family or myself. That I would, I would be like, nah, that person should yeah. go on, man. Like it didn't mean to. You. But yeah, that's too soon. I will, I will give one. I will give one. I've got. I've got. I, I. I won't change anything, but I won't. I won't take some moments for granted. Yeah, that's, that's for thing. sure. Good. Uh, yeah. Do you know what? That's a very good point as well. That's it's true. like I, I always. I always have like deep, conversations you know? with my best friend, and we always seem to always talk about where we've gone. Like even now, we appreciate so much of the stuff we've done. Like the holidays yeah. we've gone, even the food we've had. I'm like, oh my god, you know that 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 slap differently. And you're thinking, well, on a normal one, this probably this whole Corona thing has happened. But everyone thinks it's like the worst thing, but do you know what? This will probably make you realize why it's important to, to like appreciate the little you have, the little yeah. or the more you have, whatever. Who cares? But yeah, just to take every little thing, you know, the house you live in, the water you have, breathing, the fact that you're not even. Affected by Corona itself, in terms of the disease, like the disease or what is it, the virus? Sorry, um, yeah. So, and like that, that stuff does make you value. I, I really like the, the, the comment about like cherishing, um, what's it called, certain situations or like experiences you've been in. Because of you're right, like you can. Time is one. Like I said, I always say, time is one of the most precious things. Not like money, you will never be able to get it back. You never can have more of it. Like just. It is what it is. So you just, it's always good to like, to appreciate where you are in life. But sometimes a lot of us have this mentality is always like, yeah. on to the next one, on to the next that one. That is bad. Which makes <laughs> us not um, appreciate the moment. Yeah. Is it, it, I guess it's, it's bad and good because sometimes it does make you push on. But then it, the downside is you, you don't, it's, like, it's, it's literally like, it's a bit cliche, but, but you don't smell the roses. But like, I get told that like, I just time, take a break. That's just your ego as well. Your ego tells you to always work harder, which is, which is good. But at the same time, you need to be able to control them. I know what big man's in. I need to rest today. So you just have to find the balance. That's it. Yeah. But is, are we done? Or have we got anything, anything <laughs> to talk about? Yeah. So, Yo, yeah. We're done. CK. Thanks for coming, man. It's nice having you on our podcast, man. Really <laughs> yeah, appreciate nice, it. Nice, nice talking to you, too. Oh, wait. We didn't even... Wait. I just wanted to... Before it goes on, for, for next time CK comes on, you should, uh, we didn't say what you did. <laughs> what, what, did um, what, you, what did you do again? Just so next time you come uh, in, you have to introduce what you do again. Because you, you, you actually does something that's very so, interesting. Like, so do, do you want yeah, to, I'll let him take do, it away. Do you want to know what I studied? Okay, yeah, just so summarize what you do. I am an interior designer, uh, mainly working in 
retail spaces at the moment. I was previously uh, designing hotels and cruise ships, as I said before. Um, and yeah, I studied interior architecture at uni for four years in total, with one year away doing work placement, which was invaluable because I feel like that helped me. That probably helped me get to where I am now. It probably fast tracked that. Um, yeah, will I be doing this forever? Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I do. That's good though. Even on that topic of interior design as well, I'm I'm very, I wouldn't say I'm passionate, but I, I'm I'm a big fan of interior design and architecture. Yeah, like it's something I binge watch. I love houses. I love houses <laughs> designs and stuff. So you been in that industry, it's like, well, salute to you because yeah, it's a very, it's a very. I feel like I feel like now in that generation, it's, it's a very niche industry because a, a lot of people are into designing in general. Yeah, and you have been in the industry. I mean, props to you, bro. I mean, it's a really good place to be. I think I'm lucky as well because, you know, interior design is, is, is there's so many, you know, there's, there's, there's residential, there's commercial, there's hotels, there's yachts, there's cruise ships, there's, there's so many spectrums to it. So to be, to have worked in three sectors of that has been like, it's been a blessing for me. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to add that in there, future, because yeah, we even forgot to do the do that at the start. But that we need, we need that. Um, oh yeah, I'll let so yeah, we'll do the outro. that's it, guys. We're done. Thanks for listening, and uh, you know, thanks, I guess, for coming through as well. It's always nice to have someone from a different perspective. So yeah, that's it. We out, guys. And CK, bye, man. Nice to nice talking to you. Yeah, you too, man. Yeah, thanks for coming on, everyone. Stay bye. safe. Yeah. <laughs>